Alright guys, welcome back to episode 23 of That Metal Podcast. I'm Wolfman Dave. And I'm Gonzo. So, today we're actually going to do our top five prog metal picks. Yes. Uh, we'll get to that soon. Um, so, as always, we open up with what have you been listening to? We're going to get right into it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, so kind of hot off the heels of um, our last uh, episode we did together with, uh, with Dan Swato, I've still been kind of... Uh, listening to like some Witherscape and some uh, Nightingale, yep. did a little Star One marathon. I was listening to uh, to uh, Space Metal and all that. Um, of course, um, hell yeah, that's okay. <laughs> yep, going right into Arion and then yeah. um, did the the most recent Evergrey album. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've just been kind of all over the place. Uh, mostly, you know, kind of staying within the the kind of the prog element. But <clears throat> that um, Evergrey was it the into the Atlantic or was it called the Atlantic? Uh, let me grab it here because it's right here under my recent. That's how I kind of get this because I kind of go all over the place over the is. course of the week. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's right here. It's called uh, The Storm Within, actually. The Storm Within. Yeah. And there's a song called The Atlantic or some shit like that. Right? Yeah. It came out a couple of years ago. It's not super new. Oh, that's an older one then. Yeah. Oh, it's not. They just released. No, they just released. Oh, wow. The microphone lied to me. They <laughs> literally just released a new one. Like uh, 2019? Yeah. Oh, wow. Let me see. Educate me, sir. Yeah, yeah. Let that's me find why, it. That's why you're the guy, man. That's why I wanted to see Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Atlantic. Here it is. There it is. Boss. Let me add that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I swear, man. That's like, such really a good? beautiful. Nice, fucking nice. heavy as fuck, dude. Back to their, like, their heavy as roots. Nice, man. What about so, you? <clears throat> uh, lately, uh, I guess I've been, like, listening to a lot of older stuff that it's not older I want to say more to stuff that's like early century media early nuclear blast early metal blade early they, they have this certain this had this certain sound right yeah so excuse me uh, one of the bands was Hecate and Thrones which we you know you know yeah like, of course like uh, Cradle of Filth right uh, which I recommend Hecate over Cradle most of the time only because I think these guys are the ones that started first, mm-hmm. and then the guy, one of the dudes, left, and he went with Cra- uh, Cradle. Yeah, Cradle of Filth. If you guys don't know who Cradle is, just <laughs> reiterate. Uh, listening to Still Life from Opeth. Nice. Uh, Classic. Well, I'll get into why I've been listening to that. All right. <laughs> um, Bathory. Was listening to some old school Dark Tranquility. Oh hell yeah. Um, That's some good shit right there. Listening to Opeth Morning Rise. Uh, and one of my friends introduced me to, which I thought was really weird because it reminded me of uh, Great Southern Treadkill. Hmm. And it was a metalcore band called Upon a Burning Body. Metalcore. Look at yeah. you. Wow. And there are. Uh, let me see. Well, I didn't mean to play it. <laughs> uh, but it's called Southern Southern Hostility. And it's just got like a little Texas, little longhorn on the cover. Okay, so it's got kind of that uh, southern fried uh, yeah. thrash. Or so it's actually really groovy, man. Yeah, it's super groovy. Oh, cool. Less metalcorey, uh, like vocal wise. Okay. Not as, not as like hate breed. We will prevail type of shit. <laughs> so in the, I guess in the in the in the term of vocals, what would you compare it to if you could? Um, like Lamb of God, maybe. Okay. In in that vein, not okay. not, not too. Not kind of growly, but not full on growly. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and, 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 and it's not overly metalcore that it's annoying as fuck. 
So <laughs> you're you you yeah. could be okay with it. That's actually really good. It's very. You can listen to it and not hate yourself. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we were listening to it a lot in Austin. I was like, you know what? That's pretty cool. I'm gonna check it out. And actually, it came nice. out. And uh, when I was like looking at new music, it yeah. was already it had already just popped up. So it came out like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah, I've been kind of just in the kind of in the stagnated mm-hmm. state, just kind of listening to the same crap over and over. Like, I mean, again, I've, I think it's like the third, second week in a row I've been listening to, like I said, like a lot of Dan Swano stuff. And then, and again, it's probably because I was just all hopped up after the yeah. conversation, you know, and yeah. I just haven't been able to get it out of my system yet. Yeah. Um, but listen to a lot of just stuff that I've been, you know, I've been hearing ad nauseum for years. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, here, hearing you recommend some of these uh, newer bands here yeah. uh, definitely piqued we'll, my interest. We'll check them out later. Dude. Yeah, I definitely. think you might dig it. Um, one of the things that I wanted to bring up before we get into further is basically what you just mentioned about being stagnant and, and, and listening to music. Yeah. Uh, was that the Dance One episode wasn't meant to be a definitive episode. Like, whatever we mentioned were just a number of things uh, that is lettered in his resume you know and so we always encourage everyone to go out and listen to other things so when we talk about certain groups or certain bands we dedicate an episode to them we we're not being like this is it this is the best of the best and this is you know the definitive episode yeah we're telling you that if you're you know if you're curious and you're also in that state where you know of stagnation if you don't know what the fuck to listen to whatever we have music that you can listen to. We have music that we recommend you can listen to. There are other bands for you to, out there that might pique your interest. So it's always our it's always our interest to educate listeners in terms of there's always something out there, dude. There's just always something out there for everybody. We just gotta help each other out. I mean, yeah, because that, that's the thing that I think that's special about the metal community is that mm-hmm. we a lot of us at least um, are. We're, we love we love we get excited when we hear something that really Fuck motivates it. us and you, we want to talk you about get it. Goosebumps, and absolutely. Shit. You want to share it, dude? Absolutely. You get and you want to sh- exactly. You want to share it and um and it's and then when you when you see like you know with Apple Music if you have your friends on there you can see what they're listening to and when you see like you recommend something to somebody and you see that you listen they listen to it you're yeah. like oh hell yeah you know yeah. And it's 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 just it's just this um old school kind of thing of just yeah word of mouth it's still a thing you know even nowadays right so I think that's interesting in, in itself which we might um, that little issue we might get into it it's, uh, a little bit later but um, so this past week one of my friends uh, put up a link mm-hmm. to an album to a song from a band called Disillusion and I was like, holy shit, I have not heard that name in over 10 years. I wonder if they're still around. This is German, um, I'm going to say like progressive, but if it sounded like System of a Down. Hmm. Uh, without sounding like a bunch of monkeys <laughs> figuring out how to play an instrument, uh-huh, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Because that's what they sound like. They just they just smack their instruments they and shit. They sound not good. Yeah, no. And I hate Surge. Uh, so, the thing that it's like, also, oh, is, is this like the same band that this guy, that I used to listen to, is this guy recommending or, or like, check out, hey, check this out. Mm-hmm. So I went and I'm like, hey, is this the same band who had this album from To The Four or some shit? And he's like, yeah, it's the same band. And I'm like, holy fuck, that's cool. They've been, I guess, under the radar or some shit. Yeah. And I'm like, 
we made, we went back and forth, and he commented something about the new Opeth. And I was like, yeah, the new Opeth's, it's all right, man. It's, it's not nothing great. And I thought he was talking about Sorceress, I think is the album. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because I was like, it's whatever. It's an improvement from from Heritage and the other albums they were, that they had done. Watershed. Or... And water, well, shit, Watershed is still heavy, growly, yeah. and everything. It's probably the but last one they did like that, no? Yes, I think so. Yeah. But after that, I was like, eh, it's, it's, you know, it was okay, I was thinking. And then he's, he's like, no, 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 not that open, the new open. And I'm like, new, new. like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so he sends me a link to a new song. Um, what was it called? Hand in something? Uh, yeah. Um, sheesh. I totally forgot the name. Yeah, it, it, you're on the right track, though. It's something hand in hand, in hand or something. Uh, yeah, heart and head. There we go. Heart and hand. I was close. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, I never heard this before. I like the cover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool, right? It's pretty dreary. So when he's like, here's the link, check it out. I'm like, cool. So I, it's uh, about 11 minutes, roughly. It's uh, it's pretty epic. Uh, yeah. Let's see. It is, without playing too much of it, it's, uh, oh, no, not that much. It, it is up there, though. It's about eight and a half minutes. Eight and a half minutes. But it's okay. up there. So it's a lengthy song still. It is, it is. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna check this out because I was like, eh. I wanted, I, I so wanted to completely dismiss them as usual. Of course. And I was like, holy fuck. Part of you wants it. Oh yeah, but it was pretty fucking rad, dude. I mm-hmm. fucking loved it. It was actually really good. Um, super, um, super proggy. It is. Um, there are, there were, you know, and I had to listen to it a couple of times um, to kind of get what you were saying because we were, we were texting uh, well, I guess shortly after you heard it, it right. like at 4 in the morning or something yeah <laughs> and I was like let me hear it and then well it's not it's not that heavy he goes no well it's not growly but you know the music like the music definitely invokes yeah. classic Opeth and I was like yeah like there are parts like there's certain musical breaks in that song that does sound like still life yeah like, 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 like early Opeth stuff yeah. like some of those just some of those those ringing guitar yeah. riffs that just kind of range yes exactly you know exactly ringing. what I'm yeah. talking about yeah. that, that, that's a very signature sound that yeah. Opeth used during their early years yeah. and it had that and it did kind of invoke that sensation yeah. of what I what I felt when I first heard them and I was yeah. like okay um, this, there's yeah. some, there is something to this, and, his, I, and he's using his voice differently. He is, and I'm, and I'm, you know, I'm not expecting growls per se. No, but I don't think I, yeah, be. I don't think so either. But like, I am uh, hopeful. See, the if there are no growls, but they're doing the music like this, I'm mm-hmm. fucking all aboard mm-hmm. uh, about mm-hmm. it because at this point, it just becomes prog metal, dude. Yeah, absolutely. They're just going straight fucking full prog, just like man. the direction of like what like Caratonia did, right? You know, exactly, like yeah. where the vocals change, but the music. Evolved, right? Know, and to to go to at least go with the ex- vocals exactly, and, you know then, I mean? and this this sounds a little less heavy handed than sorceress and yeah and uh, heritage and all that. So so I, I I'm I'm on board. Although he did say in a recent a recent interview that all the songs are going to be different. Mm, they okay. all sound they all have their own well, sound and their own. To be fair, a lot of artists say that, but we'll so see, we'll I mean, see, you know, what, I end. think it's because I think Michael's an asshole, dude. Kind of when, it, when he's like uh, a stickler because I mean he's he's always saying like oh I don't like any of the old shit that we did like like he feels ashamed of the old material when in reality that's what made them who they are right now it so, reminds me of uh, some other bands yeah that I've heard yeah. say that where they they have drastically changed from where they started right. and they're like oh yeah that's that's not what we are now yeah I don't I mean 
It's it's whatever, dude. But I and mean, it's fine. Like yeah. no one no one says like an artist can't evolve and change. Right. But I don't know. I, I, to, to totally dis- disavow your where you came from, it's a little extreme. Yeah, I think so too. I think yeah. he needs to just be like, yeah, maybe it. I mean, you know, he could just be like, yeah, we're we're in a different place now. Yeah. And we're writing music differently now than what we used to. Which is fine. So and we've evolved, like you said. Right. Mm-hmm. If you say it like that, that's totally different. But don't be like, oh, I don't, I'm ashamed or like, yeah, I don't like, like any of the older stuff, dude. Yeah. You like you shit on all of us because we adore those albums. Yeah, we still you do. Know? Yeah. I mean, look, so, you know, you know, there's a love for something for that old stuff when your fan base is very, 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 very divided. Um, Lopez's fan base is heavily divided. Yeah. You know, you got a lot of people that do genuinely enjoy the '70s sounding prog stuff he's doing of late. And there's some people like, you know, you and myself that are, we're more like, man, we liked the death metal progressive shit that he yeah. did back then, you know, yeah. and with the occasional, like, damnation where well, it's some nice acoustic Well, because it, it was, it was, um, it was said that what was going to happen. Mm. They mentioned, we're going to do an acoustic and a death metal album. Yeah. And we're going to separate them. And we're going to have two releases like that. Yeah. Within the year. And I'm like, fuck yeah, that's cool, cool. man. Yeah. Um. So I think that's I think that's cool when you can do stuff like that, you know. Absolutely, but, I mean, but, I think it's something that 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 is what makes prog special yeah. is that you can get creative with the delivery of your music. Yeah. Definitely. See, but it was a complete hardcore departure. Yeah. When you went into Heritage, yeah. I mean, it was like um, complete departure, <laughs> and and heavily. I remember organ- you you kind of came off saying like this should have been a side project. Exactly. This shouldn't have been open. This. They should still be a side project right now, actually. Uh, not trying to be mean, you know what I mean? But they should be a side project. Michael can't be that much in love because he, he had a boner for Stephen Wilson. Of course. And they have, you know, this bro some people bromance. Blame, some people blame him for this. I, I am one of those. Yeah. You know, after Blackwater Park, he kind of, I guess, had uh, they had this bromance, you know? And they were like, oh, yeah, I love Camel. You love Camel? I love Camel. Yeah, Moon Madness, you know, like Camel, the uh, prog band. Yeah. And they're all about uh, all these like, <laughs> all these prog bands from, like, the fucking 70s and shit. You sure, know what I mean? Sure, And I was like, okay, that's cool, guys. But let's get back to business. And, and again, it's funny because I adore Steve Wilson. Steve yeah. Wilson. But <laughs> yeah. And they're talking about Vander, Graf Generator. Yeah. They're talking about all these different fucking bands. And I'm like, all right, dude. Like... Get a little too up their own ass. That's awesome. That's awesome that you love all that proxy. And I listen to it and I like it too. It's yeah, cool. Of course. But don't incorporate that into your fucking band, dude. Make a side project. Yeah. Be smart, man. Be smart. And you could totally fucking experiment as much as, as your you heart content. And people will dude. probably be more open to accept it. Exactly. If, if you would have fucking just. Stri- and There's I know a lot he, of Opet fans that feel he tarnished what Opet yeah. is. And I feel that he didn't. Okay. The only reason I think that Michael did not want to do a side project was because I don't think his album with Steven Wilson, uh, Storm Corrosion, yeah. I don't think it did very well. Yeah. I don't think it was well, very well received. You think because of the, because of the name and the separation from Opeth? I just think that it just wasn't that good. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it. it was just, I mean, it, it's kind of like having two masterminds. Yeah, and they go they go together, and it just kind of like everything just boom, nothing happens because they're so good that it's just like two, two they, great forces they, cancel each other out. Exactly, 
They just cancel each other. The they fuck should out. They, they should hang out and have beers, but they should work together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, if anything, it works for can, Blackwater Park. You guys can gush about Camel all you want. Just don't make music together. Yeah, talk about Camel. Don't put that in your fucking music. And get rid of the fucking Moog and the fucking organ, asshole. So, but yeah. So, anyways, back to the new Opeth. You're, you're you're on board. I'm on board for sure. Absolutely. And I can't wait to. Listen. I mean, I'm interested. I, yeah. I, I'm not. I'm, I don't think I'm as excited as you are. Yeah. But I'm definitely. Um, See, it's. I'm gonna give it a listen, and I'm, I'm hoping. I want to like it because yeah, I, I love Opeth, and I want same. nothing more than to hear this and go, dude. Yeah. Fuck yeah. The same thing goes with Metallica, dude. Every every other. I whatever, know. Every, every year ten you're, years, ho- you're hopeful. Like every maybe, ten years, I'm hopeful. Maybe this is it. <laughs> yeah. This is it. This is it. This is the this album, is guys. Be, this is gonna be. This is Justice for All. Justice for Part Two. <laughs> every time, dude. And I've been let down. For years. years, they weren't joking. Justice is lost, dude. Dude, <laughs> it's been what twenty years now? Yeah, at least. we've been let down. Eighty nine? No, no, no. I'm talking about oh, since since whenever that fucking uh, Saint Anger album came out. Oh, you're talking about that just alone? Yeah, but say it's, it's almost been, twenty years. It's been about thirty years for the other one. Yes, oh, it's been thirty years. Yeah, shit. It's been over thirty. But, no, just about thirty. Yeah, it's been about thirty. I think it came out in eighty nine. Eighty eight, seven. Okay, around there. Okay. But yeah, dude. Um, so, so you talk about since the debacle known as Saint Anger. <laughs> yeah, they've been letting us down. <laughs> I mean, since. I mean, if you want to go as far as uh, load and reload, ninety five, ninety six, you could. Those by comparison are so much better. Exactly. <laughs> my point, though. I remember in the nineties we used to shit on them, and then now yes. we're like, man, those were pretty good. They were actually okay. They're okay. <laughs> we talk a lot, but it's still heavier than fucking Black Album, I think. And that's debatable. Yeah, Black Album. It's a great, it's, it's a great sounding album. That's the one that I always tell everybody: you get a shitty boombox, a shitty, really shitty boombox, and that album will make that fucking boombox shine. Yeah, because the production is so it's fucking so awesome, fucking top notch. Yeah, it, it sounds amazing on anything. Oh, yeah. So speaking of Metallica, <laughs> nice segue by the way. Kirk Hammett <laughs> on the news. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the news. You can't even say it without I laughing. Know. Look at you. <laughs> yeah. So we know we always have to have our digs, and, and we, we dig into certain bands that we don't like. Again, we dig into the bands. We don't dig into the fucking listeners, guys. Separate the two, please. Yes. Um, so he was saying, Kirk Hammett says mm-hmm. that Ghost is the modern day equivalent of Black Sabbath. Mm. So <laughs> to me, I think this is a Blasphemous and disgusting. It's an comments. asshole thing to say, man. Yeah. Considering some all the other good shit that's out right now. Yeah. Um. Fucking no. Yeah. <laughs> Absol- abs- absolutely fucking not. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. I mean, you can. I mean, again. I mean, don't get me wrong. Ghost is theatrical, I guess. I mean, they're they're a gimmick band, and some could argue that maybe Black Sabbath once Ozzy joined was kind of that too. But I mean, they're, they had, but they had they the had, music. But they had the music they to had back it crosses. up. Crosses, yeah, of course. that's it. Yeah, and Ozzy was the character himself. He, was saying, he didn't he, need to have makeup. He didn't need to have pope shit. And he was just himself. Cardinal shit, you know. Yeah, he was just himself. Yeah, and, and yeah. he doesn't have to hide behind makeup. He didn't have to. A little eyeliner. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit. He needed, uh, you know, he had rough nights, dude. He yeah. needed. He needed <laughs> shit. Look he, at him now, dude. Shit. He, um, but yeah, like he still uses. <laughs> he still uses it to this day. Yeah. That's how he hides. That's how he has the shame from the night before. Um, but yeah, no, um, absolutely not. Um, and here's the thing, like, and I, I'm gonna go on record. I liked Ghost a bit when they first came out, mm-hmm. and then I think the more I learned about Ghost as a band and the way they do things, 
Okay. I liked them less and less. Because there were a few songs that stood out for me that I thought, hey, these are pretty cool. They're catchy. Yeah. Um, and then, despite the whole Satan gimmick and all that stuff. But, like, mm-hmm. when I saw them, like, on... So, once I started following them, like, on social media, on Facebook, and all that shit. And then I started seeing, like, you know, once they started getting popular, of course, Metal Injection and all them were starting to post, like, every little fart they did. Oh, every yeah. Every little change yeah, of lineup. That. And these guys are the nameless ghouls. And they don't... They're fucking mysterious. And yeah. We got what we got a nameless ghoul to take his mask off or right. some gay retarded. Is Dave shit. Grohl part of Ghost? Uh, right? Have you heard that one? I no, I didn't. I missed that one. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, he's, anyways, he's a guitarist. Yeah, good for him. Um, yeah. Well, anyways, <laughs> the, they're a case where their gimmick really backfired for me. I just yeah. didn't. Um, I just really it just lost me. I was like, this mm-hmm. is dumb. <laughs> Yep. And again, I like I like bands with theatrics. Like I mean, I know you mentioned them earlier. I do enjoy Cradle of Filth. I even think they they still sound good. I think their yeah. recent albums are still great. I, I I'm one of the few people that I don't know a lot of people think like after like Midian or um, Midian um, from uh, Cradle to Enslave and mm-hmm. all that stuff. But like after that, they kind of lost their way or whatever. And yeah, sure you could debate that, but I still think they sound good. And they're theatrical as fuck, you know. And <laughs> you know, I mean, fucking. Yes. Amon and Marth had a Viking ship on their stage. Right. right. It's like, whatever. But, like, I don't know, man. I just, it just, and this is, it's saying a lot considering some of the acts that are out there that I do like. But they came off as just dumb. <clears throat> and they, the fact that they take it so fucking serious. Yeah. Like, they take it deadpan, like, life or death, fucking serious. And no it's shit, silly. Man. And it's, because they take it so seriously, I'm like, this is lame. And it's, and it's kind of, I think disappointing that he says something like that, Kirk Hammett. That, Absolutely. That he says something like that, and it kind of like, he's like pissing on all these other good bands that are out there. Kind dude. of. I mean, that, I'm sure it's not his intention, but like, yeah, like it does, it does, again, take the spotlight away from maybe more deserving artists that are out there. Right. Right. Um, like Mastodon. <laughs> no! That's another argument. <laughs> oh, I know, right? Rita Van Fleek. But Fleet. Um, Oh, dude! Favorite? Did you see that thing? I, I oh, that's, they're not going to sound like Led Zeppelin this time. They're not going to sound like Led Zeppelin this time because they're going to steal Deep Purple's yeah, Blue Oyster Cult sound. <laughs> they're gonna, oh, they're going to sound like Ghost. They're going to try. They're going to they're they're gonna gonna sound like what Ghost tries to sound like. Yeah, they're going to totally <laughs> steal that whole. And then they're going to tour together, and it's just going to feel like one band for two hours. Yeah. Oh god. But um, yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, Kurt Hammett, dude. Sorry, but you're wrong, man. There's no way. I fuck yeah. With all due respect, I know you're a talented motherfucker, but I definitely agree that he's yeah. he's wrong. Wrong as wrong can be. <laughs> so, <clears throat> we were we uh, actually texted you. I texted you the other day because yeah, um, I was looking through some boxes and I found a couple old school sampler CDs from Century Media. Yeah, I saw you were posting those. Right, online. it was uh, the Identity series that that they've been doing, uh, and I had always bought various comp CDs from various uh, music labels and whatnot. Sure. So I, I felt like, you know what, I thought that was a pretty cool idea. I think that, you know, what, what, how times are so different now and how being able to get music now is so much different than when we were in, when we were younger and teenagers and, and whatnot and, yeah. and really interested in music and at that point trying to get music. Yeah. Um, and again, we're at a certain age where we're in our mid-30s and you listen to people who are way older than us, they're always talking shit. Uh, and one thing that I've known about older metalheads is they always seem to talk shit about 
everybody who's younger than them. Sure. Oh, you never had it like us. You never had things like us. And our vinyl sounds better and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, whatever, dude. No, it doesn't. Anyways. Like, <laughs> it's cool to be an older metalhead and shit like that. But stop fucking shitting on us too, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you only listen to 80s and that's it. So can you like an ignorant baby boomer. Yeah, exactly. Just like, listen to your fucking rat. In the cellar or whatever. <laughs> you say, wait, that's your, you know. I know it's not. I know, I know they're not metal. I was like, yeah, no, I, I thought of toys in the attic from the Aerosmith. Right, that's <laughs> a rat yeah. cellar. Go uh, listen to round and round and yeah. fucking. Uh, Go listen to your fucking Motley Crue. Yeah, we Cinderella. Yeah, yeah Cinderella. <laughs> you don't know what you yeah. got. Because that's all. They, I mean, that's these older metalheads. That's all. That's all they're into. I see them all the time doing when there's cover oh, metal. Oh yeah, they go to the bar and shit. Yeah, and eat that shit up. Hey, I bet you don't know. But you don't know this this band that's playing, huh? Helpful. You don't know this other band, huh? Uh, yeah. And it's like it'll be like Molly Hatchet, or it'll be like some fucking '80s band and shit. Like you don't know this other band. Like you don't know the fucking songs, you asshole. Right. So before I get into that, all this thing is I don't like older metalheads talking shit. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, went off on a tangent, but the really the question is, you know, what were some of the ways that you obtained music? Yeah. When you were younger. Uh, and I know for me, it brings back um, like a lot of memories of shit having to just do your best to try to get to get anything. It was, yeah, man. Um, it was hard for me, dude. I'm not going to lie. Uh, my parents made it very hard. Um, I'm, you know, I have a, my, uh, my mother is very much very, very, very Christian woman. Um, yeah. And even more so back when we were growing up, when I was growing up. And there were, I mean, there was times where if the song so much has mentioned fire, she's like, is that hell? Are they talking about hell? Like, she was like, that bad. And yeah. I always remember this one thing, this moment in my head where, um, I don't know, I was already kind of older. Yeah. But it was a little bit, it was a little before that she started to let off the gas on me a little bit. But she, I went, I wanted to go, I wanted to buy, um, I think it's called the Battle of Los Angeles, that Rage Against Machine mm-hmm. album. I wanted to buy it. And, because I was liking the singles and all that shit. And yeah. then, um, it has that song Sleep Now in the Fire yeah. and I always remember that <laughs> because my mom was looking cause she always has to fucking look at the song titles and see what it's about or whatever yeah. and she'd be like Sleep Now in the Fire what's that like sleeping with Satan or I'm like <laughs> probably not mom have they you heard usually, Rage yeah I told her they, don't, they usually just talk shit about the government that's all yeah. they do they're just instant name and you know whatever so she ended up buying it for me whatever but anyways the, but that's just one example I mean she did this shit a lot <laughs> and there was times where I, I literally had to sneak my metal, dude. I, I like it was a fucking, like fucking huffing paint in the garage or fucking yeah. doing a you know Sticky doing a girl. doing the, yeah doing a quick bump you know or <laughs> sniffing a uh, smoking a joint and fucking yeah. trying to cover it with aerosol yeah like just dumb shit like stupid teenage shit like that it was like that but for me it was like that with music which Fuck. fucking sucked, dude. And you know my mom and dad had their holy roller friends and shit. So of course they would the just holy roller. Yeah, friend. dude, they would still, they would just fucking further influence them. And oh yeah, of course. Yeah, man. And then I honestly think if my mom wasn't so up my ass with that shit as a kid, I probably would have gotten into more things um, faster probably. than I did. You know, but I had to pick and choose my battles and get what I could. Right. As far as me getting music, I mean, it kind of came down to mostly just word of mouth because she wouldn't buy me the heavy metal magazines. I would have to sneak that shit. And, you know, so I would have to, like, you know, I'd, I'd talk to my friends in school, and they'd be like, hey, Gons, look, check out this. And, you know, it was, it was mid-90s, so we still did cassettes and shit back then. So right. it's like, 
Hey gods, I made you this mix. We went up until high school. In, yeah, in absolutely. The, in the early. 2000s. Oh, I remember. I remember. I fucking recorded the the stupid. Not, not in hindsight, it was, it was garbage. But I recorded the fucking Woodstock '99. Oh no way. KLAQ with fucking <laughs> tapes too. Yeah. We're doing that shit. Um, but anyways, <laughs> um, that's another. That's a whole other story. Yeah. But yeah, but I remember like yeah, I had some really good friends that were really cool with me, you know, and they would be like, hey, yeah, check this out, man. I, I made you this tape because they know yeah. how they knew what I was going through. Yeah. And they knew it wasn't my fault, you know? Like, you know, normally, like, some kids are dicks and they'll make fun of shit like that. But my friends were actually really cool. They were like, yeah, man, that fucking sucks. It's, you know, we'll help you out. So, yeah, they would give me mixtapes and shit. And I would fucking, I had my little cheap fucking Walmart brand Walkman and I'd listen to that shit. Fuck yeah. Yeah, dude, it was cool, man. Um... It was, it was, I had, I had, a, I had like an underground railroad of music coming my way, you know? <laughs> That's fucking funny. Yeah, dude. And my, um, and then Cognito so, shit. Right? And then Under- so, there was a period when I was in middle school where my half-brother moved in uh, to live with us. Yeah. And, you know, he was a typical fucking slacker, stoner, you know? And he, he didn't listen to a lot of metal per se, but he did listen to metal. And there was a couple of bands, notably, that he had, which was White Zombie. Mm-hmm. Not Rob Zombie, White Zombie, his original Sorry. band. Mm-hmm. Um, he had some Cannibal Corpse. Nice. He had The Bleeding. Nice. Uh, yeah, great album. Yeah. One of my favorites to this day. <clears throat> and, yeah, and I remember just being, like, you know, I was probably, dude, 10, 11. And I remember looking at those the artwork on those albums, especially fucking, like, Astro Creep 2000. Fuck yeah. And you know how Rob Zombie staple, you know, his little obsession with, like, 1950s yes. drive through drive-in horror movie yeah very b-movies very much dude very yeah. exploitation style yeah so i was looking at that shit and i was like there's like titties in there and shit and i'm like anyway yeah. you know little little popping little boners and shit because yeah, yeah, i'm yeah. a little kid and i'm a dork and i'm just like <laughs> looking at it like this is cool and then i look at the bleeding and you see like the cover the non-censored cover where it just has like fucking like the the mesh of blood with the zombies yeah. so like uh, you know yeah like caressing each other kind of it's kind of yeah. weird well yeah and then i heard that album and I was like, "Holy shit! What is what is even this?" It's like that and day, yeah. Day was it a strip raped and raped and strangled and all yeah. that stuff? And I was just like, "I wait, this is fucking insane." Um, but I, I would have to listen to it in secret because, yeah. man, if my mom found out I was listening to shit like Cannibal Corpse, oh yeah. I mean, even though they're not even satanic, you know, yeah. they just sing about murder, which yeah. is, I guess, kind of bad still. But like, I, you know, as a parent, right? But mm-hmm. and as a parent now, I honestly, I always, I question myself, wondering if I would give a shit, and I don't think I would because I know. How important it is to have your musical freedom. It's important. And if, if you try to and if you try to stop, you know, those parents that listen to this shit, if you try to stop your kids from even if they listen to stuff that you don't like, if it's you know, as a metalhead parent, if they like hip hop or they like pop music, if you try to like control what they like, they're still gonna listen to what they want. Mm-hmm. You can't stop it. They're gonna find a way. And even now it's even easier. Oh fuck it. Yeah. So but back then I had to work for it and I did. You know, yeah. I was like, fuck this, I like metal. Yeah. I tried really hard to like some other stuff that would be easier to mm-hmm. get into mm-hmm. and I just didn't like it for some reason I just felt like I always felt music had to challenge me right. and music had to be a challenge in itself and the fact that I was able to obtain it when I would finally get the newest song from <laughs> fucking Corn or whatever the fuck <laughs> back then yeah. um, I was you know, I was like I felt like I accomplished something you know yeah. it was exciting I remember it in high school I would go I wouldn't buy my lunch for, for weeks yeah. so I could have enough to buy an album that would come out I remember doing that for fucking Fear Damn, Factory. That's I did cool, that. Man. I did that for Fear Factory's Obsolete. Yeah, dude. that's how I paid for it, man. Yeah. My mom wouldn't buy me that shit. Yeah. Why is there a why is there a sperm brain on the cover? Uh, it's just a brain. I know, mom. It's stupid. 
<laughs> the robot. You know, I'm fucking, yeah, buying, you know, like, I remember I bought, like, fucking Serpents of the Light from Deicide. I mean, I had to, I had to hide those, dude. I had to hide them right under my bed like they were porn. Yeah. That was my life. Pretty much, huh? Yeah, you know, it was rough. I mean, I mean to me, Deicide is still a joke band. Oh, they are. But, like, <sighs> back then, you know, I thought they were, I still think they sound great. I still think early Deicide. Yeah, they sound great. Mm. But, yeah, like, so, you know, but just, uh, those are, that's, that's kind of how I used to get it, man. Just mostly for the help of friends. Um, you know. And... It's a lot different. Word now, of mouth. Man. Word it's of a lot mouth. Different. Yeah. It's so much easier now. Word of mouth. You know, you can just now you can just go to Spotify, and based on the algorithms of what you normally listen to on Shuffle, it's like, hey, listen to this. Here's some shit you, we think you'll like, and it, it's probably right. Mm-hmm. What about you, man? Most of the time, it's right. Um. So I got a little bit lucky. I know. <laughs> in terms of, uh, like, I guess high school. When I got a, I got a car when I was like fifteen. Yeah. So I that point is when I had been listening to Metallica and Pantera and stuff like that. Yeah. But at fifteen I was already more interested in wanting to get more out there and wanting to get more so I'd go to the mall and I would buy sampler CDs. Mm-hmm. And I'd go to the mall, I'd buy them because they were about five or six bucks pop. You didn't have to spend too much money. You got about fifteen, twenty bands plus on a CD and you get to figure out what you liked and didn't like nice. but I also bought tons and tons and they're actually over here in that stack over there <laughs> nice. uh, Metal Maniacs Brave Lords, and Bloody Knuckles different magazines it's not all of them I think I have more but I don't know what the fuck I'm sure you do man <laughs> very correctly but, you had a bookshelf full of them yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so then what ended up happening was like even on there you could actually get an order list of certain record labels yeah and you could order CDs from them. And you could order shit that's hard to find. You could order, you know. I had so. to wear my band shirts under polo shirts. Yeah. That, no, see, now that sucks. Yeah. See, I wasn't... My parents were were also Holy Rollers, but yeah. they weren't that bad. They weren't, like... Because they were, like... I think the difference, know. though, dude, is that you're the youngest of several kids. That is true. I am, like... As far as my mom goes, my dad had two other kids from his first marriage. But as far as I'm concerned, I'm her only kid. So I think that's why she had that kung fu grip on me. You know, I think if I had a brother or sister Pretty or two, yeah. it would have been different. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and that's why I say I, I think I'm a little bit lucky when it comes to that. They trusted me also, and they were able to be like, all right. Uh, you know, my dad would ask me all the time when he would hear shit from through the walls. He'd hear, because I played loud. He would hear it, and he was like, what was that all about? And I was <laughs> like, oh, yeah. And I would go, like, he's talking about this, he's talking about that, whatever. And it was like, um, when <laughs> the funniest one, though, would be like, Who's this band called Brujeria that you're talking about? Oh, Brujeria. That you're listening to. Okay. This is when they had just released uh, the first uh, two albums. Yeah. So it was like Raza de Odio and uh, Matando Hueros. Oh, yeah. Matando Hueros. That cover, man. I remember I would see it. Like, fucking at, sick, I, I would see it like yeah. at the store. And yeah. then there were some stores that would censor it. They'd put like a sticker over the dude's face. Yeah. That was a <laughs> fucking badass album. Yeah. Those two albums were fucking Brujeria crazy. Brujeria is fucking amazing. Yeah. So, and he was like, what's that all about? I'm like, ah, oh, they're, they're, I told them they're a joke band, dude. Yeah, I told them, they're, they're just trying to make, they're, they're just trying to make fun of white people be, they're supposed and to be, the government. And, yeah, they're supposed, they're supposedly supposed to be like a, like a, like a, like a, like a group of cartel. Cartel playing, you know, playing metal. metal, playing metal, and yeah. they're just like shitting they're on white people. They're supposed to be drug dealers and, or big murderers and Yeah, shit. but they're not. They're fucking they're not. funny as fuck. Yeah. And they're actually from. Like bands, big bands actually. Is it the second Faith album? No More and, and yeah, Fe- uh, uh, Fear Factory. Fear Factory. 
uh, is it Cradle, I think? Nicholas? I think so, yeah. The, the drummer? And... I was going to say, was it the second album? I, I know we're going off a tangent real quick, but mm-hmm. the second album, was it the that one that has the opening with the the dude trying to buy coke? And then he goes, yeah. oh, it's fucking shit, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes, I'll give you half. Yeah, I'll give you half. He's like, give me way, give way. And he goes, drive me machete, drive me machete. That shit was fucking That's fucking great, dude. Those the first album. No, that's that's Matatoeros. Is it Matatoeros? Yeah. Oh, that's right. That because makes sense. Yeah, because then it goes to that bass. Yeah. That doom, 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 yeah. Doom, 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 yeah, because the second one is yeah. Pito Wilson. That's right. And he's like, Get his way. That's right. And he's, and he's like, Trae el cuero de chivo. Yeah. And then he's all pop, 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 pop with the, the fucking AK. Yeah, they, that's what they're, they're like, like, at a, like at a Senate meeting or something, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's like, he wants to fucking, uh, wants to fucking... Speak English or get out yeah, or whatever yeah, the fuck. Yeah, yeah, that man. shit. He's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, he's telling him in Spanish, he wants to get rid of the raza and yeah. all that shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Quiere matar la raza. Quiere matar la raza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, fucking, we gotta play some Brujeria later. Man. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's gonna go down, man. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's Anyways. that's what happened. He was like, "What is it all about, man?" And I'm like, "Oh, dude, they're just they're just jokesters. They just like talk, being stupid and and having fun. You know, they're not being they're not being serious about any of the things that they yeah, actually do. Trust me." And he's like, "All right, that's cool. It's just a, it's a yeah. satirical." Yeah, exactly. They're just and so what was so fucking funny is that you know eventually, uh, bring up the fireball. Oh, her bubble. Oh, yeah. Eventually, it gets to the point where we're like listening to fucking. I was already at that point where I was like listening to like Mother Marth and yeah. Gates of Ishtar and I was listening to okay. Opeth. See, you were there. You were in it so early, man. Yeah. I, I got I got into it late, dude. I yeah. got into it like in the 2000s, man. Yeah, I was like 16, 15. Yeah. Or I'll talk a little more about that later because yeah. I kind of go... I, the, the reason why my... Because when I was younger and I've... Again, on previous episodes that, I, that people that have kept up, um, I've got... I, he had me on the, the return to new metal. Right. And the reason for that is because, yeah, as a kid, I was into new metal mostly because it was really easy to get into. Right. Um, but yeah. there was this, there was a turning point for me where I don't like new. If you ask me if I like new metal now, absolutely not. I think it's fucking terrible, and I, and I I'm kind of ashamed that I liked it. But I'm also <laughs> grateful because it kind of yeah. it, it, it it kept me going until I saw the bigger world. Right. See, but that's that's what was my point. Remember mm-hmm. that it's uh, it's a good it's it it has its purpose. <laughs> absolutely, especially bands like baby metal. I'm proof of that. <laughs> I'm proof of that though. Like the fact that. It helped me. It got my it got it's me the in there. It got me in there. Yes, it's, yeah. it's the uh, and even though it's not a gateway drug, but it's like the marijuana fucking right. <laughs> marijuana, marijuana leads to shoot me up with some fucking yeah, some fucking Devin, uh, some Devin strapping, Townsend strapping, so strapping. Bro. <laughs> some fucking melodic death metal too, yeah. man. While you're at it, give me yeah. some fucking some fucking uh, techno death shit. Yeah. But no, but yeah, and no, I mean. Uh, I'll get into it a little bit, but yeah, there, there, yeah. there was a turning point for me where yeah. I decided to get into a lot of stuff you're mentioning now that you're into as a kid. Like, I wish I can go back and listen to that shit back then because I think yeah. my, my thing would have flipped my world upside down yeah. earlier. I, I, I mean, see, that's why the thing, and you know, I still joke around with my dad. Yeah. Like, you still think it's a phase? You know, like, you still think this is a phase that we're that I'm going through, man? Same thing with my folks. You know, it's yep. about 25 years plus, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, same here, uh, Yeah. No, it's not a phase, you know what I mean? Absolutely it's, not. Heavy metal is not a phase. Yeah. And again, if you if it was for you, oh, that's, I used to listen to it in high school. Like, yeah, you're a poser, man. Yeah. Unfortunately, and that's what you are, you're yeah. You're a poser. And if you never liked it to begin with, then right. if you're just telling, you're just... Put it on a facade for whatever yeah. crowd you're hanging. You probably with. just tried to hook up with like this goth metalhead rocker chick. Got chick, and you probably didn't even get her because you're fucking, fucking son of a bitch. That's why. <laughs> so, 
poser, poser no, ass poser. No, anyways, talk your shit to uh, the guy who probably doesn't you. exist. Uh, um, <laughs> no, you do exist. I know. I'm just playing. Um, Man, so <clears throat> eventually, I went on to just listen to, um, you know, word, like I said, it was never word of mouth because I never had. Um, like a, anybody in the family to actually help me guide me, and it kind of shows because like even now you're you you are that guy, yeah. You are the guy that says, "Hey, check this shit out." Yeah, you are that guy. And oh, I, I see. I, yeah. I don't. I don't think you. Yeah, I can't see you ever not being that. Yeah, you were that from the beginning, and because you you did the you did the footwork, man. You did right. the research. Yeah. You bought them. You bought the compilations. You bought the magazines. Yeah, you you did the research and you built your own palette through yeah. your own honestly hard work and yeah. Because of that, and there were a lot of duds. We, I'm sure you bought a couple of duds. Oh, of course. Uh, 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 I, I bought a lot of duds. I dude. bought a couple of albums, and I was pissed that I bought them. And some of them, based on the cover itself, how fucking crazy is that, right? Mm-hmm. Now, we oh, that's why we talk about cover art because cover art is important. Yeah, hell yeah, it really is. Yeah, and it's a beautiful. And sometimes it's uh, misleading. <laughs> it can be deceptive. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, but when you're, I mean, it comes down to like death metal. Yeah. That's like okay. I it's know kinda, what that you kind of know what you're getting. Yeah, so it's so funny because like now I've been listening to that, like this sort of music for so long that when you go to like uh, every Thursday at ten o'clock for Apple Music, ten o'clock Mountain Time, Mountain Time. Yep. All the new albums drop at ten p.m. So you go check Thursday ten p.m. Yeah. You see all these albums drop right, and I'm like, oh nope, metalcore, nope. Uh, oops, Stoner you Rock. You can tell by the fucking name, Stoner Metal. Uh, nope. 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 Yeah, and nope. by the logo, you nope. already know what the fuck it is. Oh, yeah. It's pre-packaged to the set audience that you already know what the fuck it is. Oh, yeah. And I think that kind of sucks. There's quite a few who are, like, totally not. And like, oh, wow, I didn't even think this is what they would sound like. Yeah. And they'd be, like, total, like, acoustic shit or, like, really 80s sounding whatever. Absolutely. There, That's fucking cool when they do that. There's plenty of examples where, like, you see some covers and it's it's sometimes a really beautiful cover. Yeah. And it's fucking mountains and with mist and it's yeah. a fucking black metal album. So yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, there's there's a lot of yeah. I mean, but you know, you, now the good thing is that the black metal albums are not just black and white. You know, like they used to be <laughs> in the mid '90s, late yeah. '90s. Now they're all different colors, and, yeah, and they're you don't know what the fuck you're gonna get. But for yeah. the most part, I'm like 80 percent right. Oh, this is this shit. This is this crap. This is this crap. And I, I totally fucking avoid it. I'll listen to it, sure, just to make sure. Yeah, this is what that is. You know and, what? and I'm right majority of the time. You have the potential to miss out on something great if you do exactly. That. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, so. Given with, you know, buying the compilations from Nuclear Blast, uh, yeah. Death is Just the Beginning. Uh, we used, I used to get, from Relapse, it was uh, Contamination. You would, uh, from Metal Blade, there's the, was it the Death Meister, the Metal Meisters? Uh, the, the old school ones were the one Metallica appeared How did you on. get the, the scratch to buy the magazines? Um, just grades, dude. Yeah. I, I would get. I was always a B student. I was never a fucking excellent. I was always under the radar. Even though I know I could have done way better, I was just like, eh, I'll do the bare minimum and I'll just fucking get by with a B. And so because I and I was never a troublemaker, ever. Yeah. I just get cash, dude. And then I start working at sixteen, anyways. Yeah. I start working at a was officially it was Blockbuster. Hmm. I worked a summer of Baskin Robbins, <laughs> which was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I got some cash there. Then I just started working at Blockbuster, and I just stayed there and, and got cash for stupid shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So after that, it was just you know I'd buy. I mean the magazines were cheap, but then when I discovered uh, 
um, Brave Words and Bloody Knuckles, everything fucking changed, dude. Okay. Because you're looking at not only a badass magazine, <clears throat> you're getting a sampler CD with the magazine for about eight dollars. So you have a sampler CD of 15, 17 songs. Everything that they reviewed. So if you like the reviews, you listen to the sampler CD. Plus or minus a few That's bands. That's fucking smart, dude. Yeah. Plus or minus a few bands who actually paid for the promotion to be on there, which is no fucking joke. They paid at least three to $500 to fucking appear on that get disc. that one song on there. Yeah, to get on there. So I started working with... I, I, I did a advertisement with uh, for that metal podcast on Brave Words and Bloody Knuckles. Mm-hmm. And it was I paid 50 bucks. I, everything else is so fucking expensive. So I did 50 bucks on their website nice. for... What was it? A whole month, mm-hmm. and every day would go back and forth. It would, it would, it would like rotate with other oh. other people. Other ads. So yeah. I had it a whole month, and I saw a good Getting stream of people starting to come and listen That's to. Cool, it. Man. So I mean, it's it's one of the bigger. Yeah. To me, I think it's the probably. It, it, it felt, I feel like it would reach more of the audience that you're yeah. looking for, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. And it to me, it's a hundred percent trustworthy website that I fucking love everything that they. They, actually, I, I got to see the owner, the guy who runs it, uh, Tim. Mm. He's uh, I saw him at um, 70,000 Tons of Metal. Oh, nice. He's this bald dude. He's really cool. Henderson. Uh, and yeah, he's, he came with his wife. And I'm like, hey, dude, did you? I didn't think you were going to make it because he was talking about it on Facebook. Ah, oh, I'm not going to make it. Mm. Like, because of the weather and all that shit mm. coming from Canada and shit. You know, like, a lot of people actually didn't make their, yeah. their 70K, which kind of sucks, man. Like, you imagine? Fuck yeah! I thought I was, I, I made I, I went two days earlier, man, just in case, man, because I didn't want to fucking risk it. Anyways, yeah. so yeah, I was able to have all that stuff, and uh, what else? Now we have fucking Apple Music, Spotify, fucking YouTube. Everything is so much easier for everybody to fucking. If you don't know what the fuck it is, boom. In fact, what I was gonna tell you today is we're gonna put all the music that from the top five prog bands that we're talking about. I'm gonna make a Spotify playlist, right? Like we did last time. Yeah. We've been doing. One of them I can't. It's not on there. Yeah. So I'm just gonna get a YouTube um, link, put it on that metal podcast page, and that way everybody else can listen to it. Because at least there's that. Yeah, exactly. That's and that's again we're kind of doing the same thing. You know what we're talking, what we're discussing. We're giving you a, a window to try and listen to it, so that way you guys can see what we're talking about and yeah, see if you agree. Yeah, and actually, I'm actually gonna put on put the full albums, not just songs, okay. on this one, so that we could you know yeah. get a little bit better idea. That sounds good. But I think I'm gonna piss break. So be right back. <laughs> All right, so power of editing, we're back. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have one more. T- we have actually two more topics. Yeah. Before we get into the main event. Main event. Um, if anything, this is the album recommendation. We'll get that out of the way. Sounds good, man. Um, I'll go first. Go for it. <clears throat> so, actually, let's wait on that. Let's do our shot. A little shot and some more of uh... So, this one's to Dave Mustaine, Fireball, Mr. Redhead, Fireball. Get there it. we go. That works. So, hopefully, Cheers. he gets better. Oh, yeah. Woo! Spicy. Yep. Muchas gracias. <coughs> Uh, okay, so my album recommendation. Now this is for all you ladies oh. who have weenie ass boyfriends, oh. because you listen to heavier music than they do. 
<laughs> so for you ladies, I recommend, and I'm joking, obviously, this is for everybody, but this is a band called Beyond the Embrace. The album is called Against the Elements. This actually came out in 2002. And this is good for everyone that's in between. If you're not quite sure, if you're into, I want to say melodic death metal. Yeah. If you don't want to go all the way, let's say you're not ready for Insomnium, you're not ready for the Duskfall, you're not ready for certain bands, mm -hmm. Omnium Gatherum. But you mm -hmm. want to in between something that's like Kill Switch or something that's like uh, uh, As Late Dying or something in that in that vein, but right. that's actually in the direction of more serious direction of melodic death metal. Mm -hmm. Then I highly recommend Beyond the Embrace. Um, they do have clean choruses and stuff like that, sure. so they're more of... But they're still more... I still think they're heavier than those other bands. Um, this is a great intermediate. This is a great in-between band for a lot of people who are also not too sure. If they want to go the heavy, heavy route, maybe this is right in the right in their alley, sweet dude. Spot. Right in the sweet spot. It's yeah. not too heavy, but not too weak sauce. <laughs> cool, man. Um, yeah, so for my recommendation... Um, I want. It's funny you mention it right now. Actually, mm -hmm. uh, I want. I want to recommend uh, from the band Insomnia, mm -hmm. um, Across the Dark. Um, it's a little older. It came out in two thousand nine, so it's been out for about. A, it's been out for about a decade. Um, the reason why I recommend this album is, uh, I think Insomnium is an amazing, amazing melodic death metal uh, Fuck band. Yeah, they are. Um, they're fucking rad as hell. Um, I came across this uh, band. I can't even remember what it was. It was years and years and years. Yeah, give me a, sound, a CD. Huh? No, it wasn't you. I actually found it online. It was. Mm -hmm. I was looking for. I think I was like in just like this dark tranquility mode, and I was just looking for <laughs> like like sounding bands. I guess. Yeah. Even though they don't sound like dark dark tranquility at all. These guys are chill. Yeah, they're they're slower, but their their vocals are more guttural. Yeah. But like, I came across them, and this was the album that was up there. It's not their first album. It was right. kind of you know it was already. I think they already had albums out after this album, but this was the one that was up there for whatever reason. Excuse me. And so when I heard this album, I immediately fell in love with it. And yeah. I, of course, it spawned me to. It's the first one? No. Your first time? Oh, my first time. It was, yeah, yeah. It's my first time. It was my first album from them that yes. I heard. Yes, okay. Yes, yes. And so, yeah, um, I I fell in love with the album immediately. And I, I went on to, of course, look up the rest of their catalog. But this, um, this album's. Uh, it's just got a good flow to it. it it's very, very mellow. Um, beautiful, beautiful like, acoustic, acoustic riffs. Um, I, again, uh, I gotta recommend the closing track of this album. Um, it's actually, I'm getting the title now because, as we all know, I'm not the best with titles. <laughs> but I have it right here. The final track is called Weighted Down with Sorrow. Mm -hmm. um, it is just this, it's kind of repetitive, but it's got this very haunting riff in uh, the, the lyrics and everything. It, it gives me goosebumps. It makes the hairs on my arm rise up, and it's such a great track. Um, so I highly recommend it, cover to cover. It's one of those. It's one of the cover to cover albums for me, yeah. where I can listen to it from opening to closing. Uh, there's not a single bad track on it, in my opinion. So um, those of you who do enjoy um, a good uh, melodic uh, death metal group to listen to during, if you all live in El Paso or any other part of the country that's going through the monsoon season like we are, <laughs> or we're getting lots of rain and whatnot, it's just, this music invokes a dreary, cloudy, yeah. rainy day. And this is the kind of music that you would listen to if you have a porch, 
mm. with rain coming down, cigarette in your hand, yes. fucking beer in the other hand, and you're just jamming out to this album. I mean, drinking some whiskey. Hell yeah, man. That's exactly what this album yeah. invokes for me, and that's why there's a, there's a purity to that, and that's why I really, really recommend it this week. Yeah, that's definitely, I think it's funny you say that, because the earlier, uh, like I, I, like the earlier albums, maybe their first... Two albums came yeah. out like way early 2000s. Uh, early 2000s, yeah. So, uh, there's one that has this, it's like purple. I forget what the fuck it's called. Yeah. But it's purple. And I think both of them are purple. <laughs> but it has like this really cool fucking lake. Uh, and there's like nothing going on there. Yeah, it's called um, in the halls of uh, in the halls of awaiting. Yes. And then there's yeah. the next one after that. Um, since the the date all came down. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's great, man. They have a lot of good. The shit. The other album I really recommend. I, I know I'm going off a tangent, but um, above the Weeping World, check out that album too. Yeah, it's actually the one that came out before Across yeah. the Park. But anyways, guys, definitely Insomnium. Check that album out if you like that one. That was the one that got me hooked on them. Um, once you do that, if you if you like what you hear, check out the rest of their their catalog. It's all it's all good stuff, man. Even the stuff that came out after this. So definitely recommend it. Same. <laughs> so, same Z's. Uh, so we're gonna go into our what well, we've been doing, kind of like a little game oh, back yeah. and forth. Uh, this one's a little bit more just focused, one very focused. Yeah. Uh, so we're doing the actually here you you bring it up. You, it was your idea. It was okay. kind of yeah. So kind of in uh, the theme of the of the of the of the month with uh, all the prog bands and prog metal bands that we're talking about this uh, these past few weeks. I felt um, that it'd be fun to do Desert Island Devin Townsend edition, uh, basically where you know if you had if you're stuck on an island and you only could take one album, not albums or catalogs or any of that, just one album from Devin Townsend. What would it what, be? What would it be? And I mean, this includes anything he's been a part of. So I mean, you can do even the Steve Vai album or mm-hmm. Strapping Young Lad or um, you know Devin Townsend Project, Devin Townsend Band. Stuff that he did under his own name, um, whatever, whatever you you want, you have full access to everything he's ever um, had a hand in, vocally, you know, vocally or musically. Yes. Um, so yeah, um, I'll let you go first, man. I hope you've had some time to think about it. This is a tough one. <laughs> I have. Eh, I thought about it because I know it's gonna be fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have like, I'm gonna try to bring it down to two. Oh boy. Like I said, I'm gonna try. Try your best. <laughs> I probably won't be able to, mm-hmm. but I'll try. <laughs> so, first thing that comes to mind is Accelerated Evolution. Oh, one of my favorites. Yeah. Amazing. I feel like that one to me is where I really. That's what did it for me? Yes. You know? One hundred and ten percent. Yeah, uh, I, I was already a, already a fan for several years when this album came yeah. out. So yeah, I was on board from get go. That's like, that was the first I heard from Devin. No shit, this is one that I actually beat you on. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah. when I first heard Devin, um, he only had a couple of he only like think like yeah. two or three solo albums, and he had the yeah. two strapping albums, and that was it. Yeah. Well, see, I had heard Strappy. Oh, okay. I just didn't know. Who, hey, it's I didn't know guy. it was the same dude. Obviously, okay. if you don't do your homework. I come on. This uh, is uh, this the same dude? Like, how the fuck did he say like that? And those early Strappy albums, he right? never, in those early Strappy albums, he didn't really do a lot of cleans, so mm. you don't get a lot of that. So. No. But yeah, man. So I'm gonna go between that 
four. And cheating maybe with Trendus Transcendence. Uh, the, the, one of more one of the more recent ones. Yeah, that is an amazing fucking album. I know. In fact, the title track. Yeah, comes to mind. Yeah, um, he was doing a little gent. Oh, a little bit, a little bit. But uh, I think he did that more with uh, Deconstruction. But uh, I heard that too. I heard yeah, that. yeah, a lot of like that style, like gent, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's dear to my heart, and I think because it's uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Accelerated Evolution. Oh wow. Yeah. Fucking A, bro. <laughs> Guess what? That was going to be mine. <laughs> <Are you serious laughs> I'm not even kidding, dude. Are you um, I, and I thought about that already yeah. when I suggested it. Yeah. But I'll, I have different reasons. But yeah, dude. Holy shit. Yeah. So let me tell you something. And the reason why um, I brought it up earlier when we were talking about you know the, the challenges I had as a young man or a teenager right. getting music. I was kind of limited on what I can get. And a lot of my friends were into like the new metal stuff. So that's what I was listening to. So there was a point where I was in high school, I want to say 10th, 11th grade. And one of my friends, um, which I, I fell out of contact with him, um, Fabian knows who he is, so Fabian's listening to this, uh, Mondo. Um, he's this mm. little stoner guy that used yeah. to you know, hang out with us. He was into death metal and shit. He loved Fear Factory. Anyways, he um, was listening to the fucking city. Mm-hmm. And this is again. This is like to, uh, to like nineteen ninety eight, ninety seven around there. So just so, big, just new. It just came out. Um, a, couple years. Not a couple of years. I think it came out in ninety six. It was yeah. already. It was already out for a bit. So he was listening to it, and I, I, I well, he had he had his ear his headphones on. But you know, back then there was no, there wasn't really earbuds. There were head, there were fucking headphones. Oh yeah. So you could hear it, and I could I was hearing it, and I'm like, holy shit, that sounds heavy. Huh. I was like, what are you listening to, man? Oh yeah, check out guns and he fucking gives me the headphones. And I'm like, oh my god, game over. Kind of, kind of. I I, I remember it wasn't it was a uh, fucking uh, he was listening to All Hail the New Flesh. Yeah, oh, fuck so yeah. not even Detox. So everyone thinks of Detox when they think of City, but I was I was All Hail the New Flesh. That right. was the first song I heard yeah. only because it wasn't a sampler. Oh, of course, and that song when I first heard the you know the the the, the song the the, the uh, verse going into the chorus the oh you are part I was like yeah. what the fuck is this. Yeah. I, could, I like my brain was I literally had a mental sh- like mental breakdown. Yeah. I couldn't understand what I was listening to. The yeah. fact, but I know I liked it. Like the dopamine was pumping hard. Yeah, yeah. Like I felt like I just jerked off, dude. It was amazing. <laughs> and so I asked him, "What the fuck is this?" And he's like, "Oh, it's this Strapping Young Lad." And I'm like, "Is that the name of the album?" No, it's the name of the band. And I'm like, "That's a dumb name." It, it is. is. A dumb it really name. is a dumb yeah. name. He's like, "Yeah, he's some Canadian guy." And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I remember like, Fabian, you gotta hear this shit. And Fabian's like, fucking hell, this is great. I'm like, yeah. right? So he's like, well, I actually, don't ask why, but I have two copies of the album. He's <laughs> I'll sell you one for like 10 bucks. And I'm like, oh shit. It's like, dude, yes, absolutely. So I fucking, he actually gave it to me ahead of time because I saw him every day. So he knew I was good for it. Yeah. So he gave it to me and then I paid him, I gave it to him like a week. I had to scrounge up the money, but I got it like a week later. I'm like, here, yeah. 10 bucks. So I, I took the album and I listened to it and that got me into Devin Townsend. So that kind of opened my eyes to what metal could really be. And that right. was kind of the end of my run of the new metal days. Pretty much. It wasn't right away. It wasn't yeah. overnight, but it was like I started now. Like I got to hear more shit like this. Yeah. I got to see how heavy it can get. Yeah. Yeah. So I, whatever. So I listened to that. And so anyways, I, so I was an early in my life for me. I was an early Devin fan. Devin is one of the... Devin Townsend, I owe him everything that I am today musically, as far as my tastes are concerned. Right. I owe it to Devin Townsend. 
And that's why he's such a big deal for me. And that's why when you do, we know if we do a Devin Townsend episode, I want to be, I want to be there. I really do. Oh, we're doing it next week. Well, there you go. I'll be there because I, I, he's, 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 uh, he's everything that I am musically. And so that being said, um, I became a fan. Um, started doing my research. I did have internet back then, so <laughs> I was, you know, I did have uh, some internet, yeah. and I started doing some research. Uh, Napster was a thing, so I, I was, I found out. Hey, did you know? That he has a lot of bands, mm. a lot of side projects. He's kind of like Mike Patton. I already knew who Mike Patton was. So I was like, right. he's kind of like Mike Patton, but for heavy metal, for heavy shit. Yeah. So you know, found out you know, came across Ocean Machine, came across. I think at the time he had Ocean Machine and Infinity, mm-hmm. and I think Physicist. That's all he had out, and then the Strapping albums, and then of course uh, the Sex and Religion. Then how did it feel though, <clears throat> switching from different modes? Because obviously. It was a mind, it was then, a you know, yeah it was a mind fuck dude I didn't realize this one guy could do all this and I found this out within within uh, weeks of hearing strapping because I just went down the rabbit hole with him yeah. and so yeah well anyways um, I know I'm getting out tangent I just I just I'm really passionate about Devin Townsend yeah um, so I, I you know went on from there um, so years came by I, you know I got I got I got the other albums he did like Terria and all that stuff mm-hmm. it's another beautiful album it's a cool album. Yeah. Yeah, I love it a lot actually. Um, and then came and then came Devin Town not Devin Townsend but the Devin Townsend band Accelerated Evolution uh, and I heard that album was and that 2002 four? Uh, it's it's yeah I was kind of still I was still a young pup I was uh, it came out in 2000 uh, well that's not right it's 2001 the, yeah 2001 I don't know why this one says 2012 that's dumb 2001 that's way wrong but yeah 2000 yeah so I was I just graduated dude I was, I was like, okay, you're out of high school. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, um, that album, holy fuck. Mm-hmm. From the opening tracks, it's just the right amount of heavy, just the right amount of melody. Yep. Progressive as fuck. Mm-hmm. And then let me tell you that the song that seals the deal. Hold on. What? I want to hear it. What? The song that seals the deal for me? Yes. On Accelerated Evolution? Slow Me Down. Fuck yeah. Yes. It's the <laughs> That's song. That's so fucking beautiful. Fucking it, dude, song. it's a song that. Even my wife mm-hmm. was like, "Wow, yeah, it's such a beautiful." Song. I think, I think, it's poppy. Ending it, it's poppy. Like, that, like, but even also ending the album, yeah, with that, yes, it's fucking amazing. It's beautiful, and yeah. the, everything about it, it's a song that just puts a smile on my face. Fuck yeah, dude! Feel, every fucking time, dude. every time, dude. You can have the, I can have the be having the worst, most stressful day at work, yeah. or something horrible could be happening yeah. in my personal life, and. I can just put that song on and everything just for the for those four or five minutes. It's not a long song, mm-hmm. but just for those four or five minutes, I feel okay. Yeah, it's a little poppy. Right? It, it's it very, it's bit. very poppy. You know, the, but he the, made it. He's been making that shit work for his lyrics dude. are like, "I wanna go where nobody's yeah. gone." I feel like it's a love song, dude. With that like girl, it song. totally is. You know, and yeah. he's yeah, he's just hanging around with that one girl yeah, that, that he really likes. That girl that turns his butter, you know, yeah. and you know, it's Jebediah. Turn around. It is such a great song, and that is that is a, that that song alone is what just kind of when like this is this is a mainstay. This wherever he goes, I will try my best to follow. Yeah, and it's not to say that he's done things that I lost interest. Not interest, but he's done a few projects that didn't resonate as much as me as others. But overall, we'll we'll get into that next next week, week absolutely. because we are going to do a full episode on just Devin Townsend. Yes. Oh, excuse me. Oof. Um. But yeah, um, what are so some? We agree on that definitely. 
it's fucking weird too because I had no idea, dude. I honestly I was no waiting. Idea. I was waiting, and I was like, I was thinking you're gonna go with probably something off of the of the project, Devin Townsend yeah. project, because he's done a lot of wonderful work on that. Yeah, and it's uh, competitively so. I mean, yeah, Transcendence is such a fucking great album. Yeah, fucking, that, it was tough though, man. Yeah, like Failure uh, is such a great song too. That's yeah. the one I always think of too. Um, of course, he has his fucking Ziltoid 2 album. Ziltoid's badass. Yeah, fucking yeah. Bruce is badass. Oh, that's a- Epic Loud. Epic Loud is fuck. Oh. That's another amazing album. Yeah. Fucking Addicted is another amazing album. That's a fucking badass. That one has more poppy. That's that's a very poppy album. That's the yeah. one where you first brought Annika on. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's a great... That's um, Anyways, um, but yeah, I thought you were going to go in that direction. Because that's kind of like around the era. He was doing that shit when I became friends with you, I want to say. And so, anyways... Yeah. Yeah, dude, um, that album, that Accelerated, Accelerated Evolution. Is sure. there one song that you think makes the album that it's like... Besides the one I mentioned? Right. Um, I think Storm easily does that. But, uh, you know, if I, it didn't have Storm, this album wouldn't be as great as it is. Storm is amazing. Yeah. I was going to say... Um, Honestly, I like Death Charge. I, I, I'm kind of a stickler. Well, here's the thing with me, and I don't know if you noticed, and maybe other people may have noticed. I love opening songs on albums. Mm. I tend to, especially if it's an album I'm really passionate about. I feel like if you can't have a strong opening, you're going to lose your that's audience. That's true. No, no. It's, it's, and I feel Death it's a, Charge it's, does it's such a wonderful way with that opening riff. <laughs> yeah, that buzz, that yeah. kind of buzz sock kind yeah. of sound. I, yeah. just, I, it just has this, this um, it sets the stage. It, it really does. It sets the table. Um, that one, and also um, Random Analysis. Okay. That's a fun one, too. Deadhead is great. A little slow. A little bit, yeah. No, no. Which is the one that... Dun, 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 dun. Is it Deadhead or Yeah. Suicide? No, it's Deadhead. It's Deadhead. Yeah. It's a little slow, but it's good. It's definitely good. Traveler is fucking awesome. Yes. That's also more... It's, it's, it's another it's another cover-to-cover album. Yeah. It's Every yeah. song's... Every guy's... If you guys yeah. check it out... Every song, is a, every song is a fucking amazing. Um, and there's a reason why, because Devin Townsend, like Don Swano, mm-hmm. he's done a lot of shit. Maybe not as much, but he's done a lot of shit. And the thing is, is that he, for me though, I'm a bigger, I'm a bigger Devin Townsend fan than I am Don Swano. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that for me to like narrow it down to this one album really says something. It's just an amazing, amazing. It's it's honestly, I gotta say, it's a perfect album. Yeah, it's fucking. Perfect. I think I, I I'm, I'm with you on it, man. Yeah. I'm with you on it. I love the cover art. Yeah. And it's so... I'll be honest with you. It's so funny. If you shit. listen to... If you've seen... Oh, excuse me. I think it was Inside Out Records. Uh, uh, yeah. If you, if you listen to, or see a lot of those uh, albums from from that time... Yeah. They had these like sort of weird colors. And those weird cover art like that. So well, you're the, like, oh the, shit. The second album he did under that title, uh, Devin Townsend Band... Uh, Synchestra? Synchestra... Uh, that one, um, that one's cool because that one kind of reminds me of uh, it reminds me of Terria in a way. Yeah, very nature. Right. That one's very prog. That one's prog as fuck. It Com- is it, more so than Accelerator Accelerator Evolution. It is Accelerator Evolution is a little more poppy, a little more easy to digest. Yeah, uh, Sequestra gets very very out yeah. there. But yeah, but I mean, I think we'll talk. More I think about my go to is Vampiro. Anyways, okay. Yeah, we'll talk more about that later. Well, but next yeah. week. Next week. But definitely. So we um, agree. That's funny. We actually agreed yeah. very hard on this. Yes. And the guy again. This was not planned. I mean, no. we kept our favorites to ourselves. We didn't even know up until up the moment. I was. I was just waiting. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> that's fucking. We should have just went. Okay, at the count of three, say your band, <laughs> your album. Yeah, no, that's fucking true. Mm-hmm. 
No, I, I I think to me it's one of my more favorites. Again, you know, that was our stepbrother's John Stamos yeah. moment. John Stamos. Did, did we just become BFFs? <laughs> yeah. Um, definitely one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that went down easier than I thought it would actually. Oh yeah. So look, we're doing great on time. Yeah, totally, man. Um, I wanted to see. We're gonna do Devin. Yeah. Townsend next week. Yeah, we're going to do a full... Um, we're going to do a... Full treatment. Full episode on him. We're going to do a full episode on Dream Theater. Okay. After that. We're going to do a full episode on... Who's, who's the next one that we're going to do? Um, we were kind of up in the air. Um, we were kind of maybe... Reincarnation? Reincarnation or Anathema. I think we, we should do Anathema, maybe. Okay. It's all Anathema, Anathema, Anathema is another band that has a very storied career... With us, uh, especially. with us, especially, we, it's, a, it's a, they're another band that kind of invokes good feelings for us, yeah. um, and also good drunken singing. Oh, well, absolutely, drunken. There, there are drunken anthem is on a time actually, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the the fact that they started as a kind of a black death metal kind of thing and went on to be a yeah the, the prog powerhouse. Yeah, they're they part. They're part of the, the what was it with uh, Paradise Lost and mm-hmm. this other group. Uh, candlelight, mm-hmm. and I mean, yeah, the first couple of albums are they're, they're heavy. Peace, they're they're the, heavy. The peaceful three. There you go. That's what they were called. It was, yeah. it was them and a couple other bands, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll, so, uh, we'll we'll throw it around a bit, and we'll we'll settle on uh, who we're going to cover after. Yeah. Uh, Devin after Devin. After Devin. Dream Theater. Yeah. So, the summer of Prague. It is the summer of Prague. <laughs> Fuck yeah! So we're doing a, a spinoff or playoff of uh, the summer of George Seinfeld. <laughs> Hopefully, we have some Seinfeld fans. Uh, how anyways, you, how can you not? I know. Well, there's quite a few who fucking hate Seinfeld. Uh, of course, I know. and the ones that hate Seinfeld are the ones who love Friends. And I'll be honest with you, Friends are for fucking pussies because <laughs> I fucking hate fucking Friends. That show. I never seen I'm so happy it's gonna get taken off Netflix. Because people are losing their fucking minds. Good. It's you fucking awesome. It. Anyways. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. That's funny. So we're on to our, our main, main attraction. Main, main event. Yeah. So we spoke. Uh, well, not even. We texted. We're like, hey, so what are some of our favorite, uh, maybe top five prog bands yeah. that we like? These are not the greatest bands by any means. These are our choices. They're not gonna be um, again. Nothing definitive. This no, is just what no. we. This is just you know, bands that uh, us as people, the you know, bands that we kind of always go back to. Yeah, so um, stuff that we enjoy that yeah. is still prog, and I think that we could share with you guys. Mm-hmm. So, um, should I go first? Yeah, by all we'll, means, man. We'll, we'll take turns. Yeah, sure. So I'll go first. Uh, first band I wanted to talk about was Evergreen. Mm-hmm. Evergreen to me started way back in. Uh, I mean, they've been around since, like, the mid-90s, but yeah. for me, it was Recreation Day. It was actually legit the first album that I heard from them, and then that was the only album... Well, that was the album <laughs> that came out at that time. Sure. I think it was, like, 2004. And at that time, I just went and did reverse engineering and just went <laughs> and listened to their older older shit. Yeah, I went back. I've done, yeah. I've, so, I've um, to me, it was one of those bands that I was like, holy fuck, I had never heard anything like that before. Uh, with a, an amazing singer that rivaled Michael of Opeth at that time. Yes. I had not heard anyone sing 
as amazing as Michael or even from Jonas from Catatonia. Um, so one of the albums that I really got into is In Search of the Truth or In Search of Truth mm-hmm. definitely fucking amazing Recreation Day was in 2003 I'm sorry okay uh, I heard Solitude Dominance Strategy that's a fun another fucking killer ass album uh, and then The Inner Circle came out in 2004 and this kind of cemented the idea that I knew Evergrade was going to be fucking amazing <laughs> you know Oh, yeah, man. And then they created Monday Morning Apocalypse in 2006. It's another fucking outstanding album. It's a great title. Uh, yeah. Um, but after that, they kind of went through a lapse as people started going, you know, they just started leaving the band. Things started happening and mm-hmm. they just weren't the same anymore. Shit that happened. Yeah, I mean, yeah. people, life happens, man. The people Shit happens. leave and, yeah. So they released more albums. They released Torn. Mm-hmm. Then they released uh, The Glorious Collision in 2011. These are the ones that don't resonate too hard for you. Nice. Mostly they're earlier. Yeah. It's always a discovery period when you discover yeah. them and stuff around that time. Yeah. Because you're you're excited. Yes. And these are the things that just grab you. Yeah. yeah. And then after after they did, though, The Storm Within, and then now to the Atlantic. Mm. Holy shit. Yeah. I haven't heard Holy that. Holy shit. I've heard The Storm Within, obviously. Yeah. But I haven't heard I haven't heard The Atlantic. Storm Within is good. Yeah, but it is. The Atlantic, by far... I think it's their comeback album. Really? Back to... Return to form. Back to form. Nice. Being Chingones and just being badass, too. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm excited to hear it now. So, uh, and definitely proggy. Heavier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I would recommend... Heavy as fuck. Proggy yeah, as fuck. Yeah, I recommend... Nice. If you want a, a good, easy album to get into, let's say, heavy, I'd recommend Rec- Recreation Day. Yeah, that's the first one you showed me. Yeah. So, yeah. And if you want more, a little more keyboardy, but not like Children of Bottom, actual keyboard... Uh, Piano sounding, yeah, not keyboard. Sounds more like piano. Children of the Bottom, I like how you. Yeah, listen to <laughs> Children of. I'm um, sorry, listen to In Search of Truth. Yeah. I know it, it's because it's easy for me to to, to describe what you yeah, people are thinking. Yeah, like that's 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 too much. That's how I can describe it. Yeah, the, the, the way Children of the do it. It's yeah, it's way too much. <laughs> they're, they're fine. I like them. I know, but they can be much. The early albums are good. <laughs> All right, your turn, buddy. Hmm. So I'm not gonna go. I mean, I have my list here, but I'm not going in order. Um, so I'm gonna start with um, kind of a recent band that you again because again you're my guy, you're my your music was a drug. You're dealer. You're my dealer. <laughs> uh, Southern Empire, man. Uh, okay. This is a band that I got into pretty recently. Um, they're uh, namely the album that you uh, showed me. I, I've heard a little bit of their other albums, and they're honestly they're in the same ilk. Yeah. Um, of uh, oh, excuse me, the. Um, um, that you turned me on to, which was uh, Civilization. Yeah. It's a, I mean, if you look at it, it's only four songs, but they're long fucking songs. I mean, these guys are um, Southern Empire, one of those, they're one of those prog bands you see memes about. They write 20, yes. 30 minute yes. long songs. They're no um, joke. They're no, no joke. They're, 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 they're here to play, man. They're, here to, they're not here to play. They're here to fucking... And, and seemingly from out of nowhere. Yeah, like, well, you just, you, you just like casually told me, Hey, because you know, because you know what I like. You're just yeah. like, hey, you're gonna like this shit. Check it out. Yeah. And so I hear, I hear the album, and I remember, I, I, I I'm, I'm a very much, I, I hate when I don't like an album all the way through. It drives me crazy because I am not a playlist guy. I am not a shuffle guy. I am a, a want to listen. I know, like you, right? Yeah, yeah. You kind of drive me crazy, by the way. I never I told know. you, but anyways, I know. Um, I love hearing <laughs> albums. I love hearing albums from beginning to end. So I start the album with naturally the first song, which is Goliath's Moon. And it starts yeah. off with 
just it doesn't sound prog. Yeah. It sounds almost like fucking. It reminds me of Incubus or something. Yeah. Not the death metal band Incubus, but the '90s Poppy. pop band rock right. band. So I hear this. It's just like a funky little bass line. And he's like, "Let me tell you, my yeah. friends, about a diamond I once owned." And I'm like, yeah. "What the fuck is this, David? Are you serious?" So like I'm listening <laughs> to it, but as the song goes on, yeah. it it shows its true colors, yes. and it goes into this. This beautiful, beautiful song, and it goes from so many different tangents. And they do that thing again. They do memes of it all the time. They do like that funky thing with uh, from the Emperor's New Groove, when it's just right. Yes. Yeah. So they're all like, so they do the when the when the prog uh, when the when the when the thirty minute prog song goes back to the opening. Yes. Or some shit. Yes. And they do that. So yeah. like it, the song goes off into these tangents. <laughs> And you kind of forget that it's the same song. Yeah. And then you go back, and then all of a sudden you hear that opening riff again. It opens up again. And yeah. like, oh, fuck. This, wait, what track am I on? Yeah. Oh, shit, I'm on, still on track one. That's fucking this is funny. A ten minute I song. always think that. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. Yeah. No, dude, definitely. Um, Cries for the Lonely, another fucking amazing song. That's another, like, 20 minute song. But, like, um, The Crossroads, I think, is the one that you liked. Mm-hmm. That's an even longer song. Um, it goes from different tangents, but it's. Uh, I think, um, for me. Everything that we've been talking about, this is easily the prog is the prog. Probably. Of everything that we're going to talk about. And it was funny, guys. Um, so I uh, I have another uh, friend that loves prog metal. And I told him, hey, check out Southern Empire. Um, you know, my friend Dave here showed him to me. And check him out. And he's like, cool. Um, he's, a, he's a YouTube guy, though. He goes on YouTube and he looks at videos. And he goes... They look like fucking dorks, dude. <laughs> and then I'm like, I had never seen it. Yeah. Anything. And so I pull up the video for actually Goliath's Moon. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, dude, he looks like he's from Orgy. Oh, fuck. With that 90s band? No. Yeah, yeah. dude. He's like fucking like with like makeup on and piercings, his little cute haircut and like Neil all Goth. leather and shit. Yeah, dude. And I'm like, nah, man. They look, they do look like dorks. Fuck, this sucks. But anyways, despite that, don't let their appearance fool you. They are, if you like prog metal, or straight up <laughs> they're very proggy as fuck, yeah. they, yeah, they they definitely deliver, guys. Um, they fucking, great vocals. This guy's got a set of pipes on him. Yeah. He really does. Um, he also plays guitar and sings. So he's, yeah. he's very, yeah, very talented. Um, but yeah, um, check it out, guys. Southern Empire, uh, the album again is Civilization. Um, it's easily found on Apple Music or uh, Spotify, so definitely... Uh, check that out. Civilization is with an S, not with a Z. Yeah, it's by weird. the way, it's yeah. a little weird. Maybe British. I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know where they're from, honestly. I don't know. I don't either. No, um, it doesn't matter. They're amazing. So the next band for mm-hmm. me would be Fate's Warning. Uh, Fate's Warning has been around since like early '80s. Yeah. Uh, I want to say '83. I think. Believe it or not, they're not a band that comes up too often for me, but yeah. And when you said that, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, 86? Uh, oh, wow. You know? Oh, man, damn. Yeah. Um, the I one album... Probably shit myself. The one, <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, one album that did it for me was 1989's Perfect Symmetry. Okay. kind of feel like this is the, the turning point. Yeah. Where they're going... I mean, No Exit also is also... Pro, starts to become pro, but I think perfect symmetry is when they're straight up doing different time signatures and doing they're, get, doing, get, they're, get they're getting there. a little out there. Yeah, and I fucking think it's outstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also had um, parallels, which is good. 
I recommend Darkness and uh, Darkness in a Different Light. Mm-hmm. But I highly recommend Theories 2016 Theories of Flight. Now, if you're if you're looking at stuff that when they started, it almost sounded power metal. Oh wow! Uh, like a little power metal esque, uh, especially with Awakening the Guardian. Mm-hmm. Awaken the Guardian. Sounds like a power metal. I'll show you. Yeah, dude. It it already looks power power metal-y. Oh, dude, it looks like a Trapper Keeper. Yeah, no shit, right? The <laughs> yeah, it's all colorful. The fucking, like, yeah. But planets I mean, in the background. Dude. Looks like that Monstrosity album. <laughs> Listen to Fata Morgana, Guardian, Valley of the Dolls. Just a fucking great album, dude. Yeah. If, you want, if you want to just start off with Fate's Warning, I think they're one of the very, very, very underrated bands that are out there. Yeah, I never thought, I didn't even think about them. So when you mentioned them, I was like, oh, nice, man. Yeah. You're going out there with this. Which there, I kind of figured you would. There's also another band that comes with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Arch, which is the singer from them. Mm-hmm. And these are the songs we actually heard before. Twist of Fate, Relentless, and Cheyenne. Yeah, yeah. We've actually heard them before. And we were like really digging it one time. And then uh, uh. Well, they played it several times. Hmm. But it wasn't enough. Just kind of like didn't even it think just, about it. Yeah. Yeah. But I played it for you. You fucking love that shit. Cool. But yeah. Um, John Arch is an amazing Gotta reshare that for me, man. Gotta re- yeah. Let me I'll show you again. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Excuse let me, me put my other honorable mention. Oh, okay. Anyway, so... Ah. I think um, in terms of underratedness, these guys are... They're, it's criminally underrated. Okay. I check. I would say check out Face Warning. Now, this is not going to be fucking fast. Yeah. They're not going to be super fast, but the way they play, the singing, everything... Is in line and the way the drummer is, it's fucking awesome. It's, fucking it's really man. badass, dude. Hell yeah. I recommend that. Amen. For that. Um, next up, I'm going to go into with uh, Symphony X. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Someone had to do it. Fuck yeah. Yeah, um, Symphony X was one of the earlier prog bands I actually got into with Fabian. Uh, Fabian right. was the one that actually turned me on to them. Yeah. Uh, Symphony X, man, um, first album I ever heard from them, probably is their first album, honestly, if I think about it, is Damnation Game. Could be. It's, it's up there. I know it's, it's, it's old as shit. Uh, but Damnation Game is the first album that I heard from them. Um, fucking, what can I say? Amazing album. Starts off strong with the self-title. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking track. Um, mm-hmm. Going into Dress to Kill. Uh, fucking Whispers. It's, it's a fucking great, great album. Um, next one after that, of course, is uh, fucking Paradise Lost. Is another album. A stand-up album for me uh, that I really fucking enjoy. Uh, which, for some reason, I want to say was removed off of Apple Music. I don't know if it's on fucking... Um, Spotify, Spotify. It's usually they're one for one. Um, so I'm going to skip ahead here. Uh, the another, So I kind of like fell off with them, kind of. Not that I stopped liking them, but like I just kind of like, you know, went on to different things, right? Mm-hmm. And then they kind of came back, you know, in I think several years, uh, almost 10 years ago now, uh, with Iconoclast. Yeah. That album, holy shit, everybody, that album is heavy as fuck. Yeah. And, I mean, fucking... Uh, Russell Allen. Russell Allen came back with these vocals. It's kind of fucking... It's gritty, dude. Rugged, dude. It's gritty, dude. It's like, ugh! Like, getting, the, getting in his fucking throat. Like, ugh! Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah. But it's not how he sounds in albums before that. Yeah. Albums before that, he had, you know, well, like, what you what you, what you you expect. Like, I mean, we heard, like... We've, we've talked about Arion ad nauseum. He's right. in a lot of Arion songs. and Correct. Yeah, you know, you hear more like him with Alan Land, with, uh, with uh, Jordan Land and all mm-hmm. that. That shit, like, he sounds very clean, power, like yeah. power vocals. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm used to. 
That's what I think of Russell Allen. This is grimy, dirty, gritty. Gritty as fuck. This is like fucking sandpaper, dude. Yeah. And like, he comes in. Yeah. So I kind of class the the fucking uh, title track um, starts the album off, and it, it starts off with this fucking this riff. I can't even. Can't it, like the riff blew my mind. To start off. Yeah. And like I'm hearing it, and it has this huge intro. Got these fucking you know like what uh, what Symphony X is known for symphonic fucking keyboards. This dun 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 This fucking builds up. And it's I'm almost like, it's almost like eighties. It very much so. Like weird synth. It very throwback. Yeah. Yes, and it goes into that, and then he fucking comes in just and I'm like, what yeah. the fuck, dude? <laughs> this is a yeah. Russell that I know. I mean, it sounds like him, right? But it's doesn't sound like him and it's yeah. just and he, I think it'd be look it's funny let me tell you I think, <laughs> I think the equivalent yeah of what happened to you is what everybody would listen to like when they would listen to Judas Priest mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they heard fucking Painkiller mm-hmm. and they're like holy fuck I've never, never heard, heard this sit, yeah I never heard uh, Rob Halford sing like that ever yeah because everything before that and it's he changed right everything he, before that he would he wouldn't get those falsettos and right like, oh my god yeah I mean, he hit them but, this but not fun, like this. It's like an entire album. song. Yeah, the whole album. album was just doing that. Yes, dude. Yeah, that's why it's like, and it's a big mindfuck. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's what this album is. Pretty much that's the stage of this album. And, and the one after it, actually. Um, yeah. Very, very, just he kind of sticking with these these rugged vocals, which yeah. I like it, actually. I like the change. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so with the kind of class, a couple of standout songs were like, um, Dehumanized, Bastard of the Machines, Heretic, um, Children of the Face- Faceless God, which I feel like is a th- I know you don't. You haven't seen it, but it feels like a, th- a reference to like Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. So there, there's a there's a thing called the Faceless God in Game of Thrones in one of the later seasons. So it kind of reminds me but of I that. But I think that's still new, man. Um, I want to say <sighs> Game of Thrones didn't come out up until did it? Well, the books have been around forever, though. That's true. So I'm, I, I don't know. He, they seem educated fellows. They they might be. They might or might not be. Who knows? Yeah. Um, who might Jersey judge? folk? Who, maybe. <laughs> who might have judged? They're in the Jersey Shore writing um, battle. <laughs> and I might I might be wrong, but is the most recent album Underworld? I think so. I think so, right? And this was a really good one too. I haven't heard it. It didn't hit me as much as Iconoclast no. did. But yeah, um, guys, Symphony X. I mean, they're 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 a mainstay of the of the power of the power uh, of uh, Prague uh, world. I wanted to add. Yeah. The first one I ever heard was because straight up that was the first one I ever oh, heard. Uh, five or B. Or five the, yeah. the mythology suite. Yeah, that's a good one too. Uh, that, was Egypt. When, that was when they were more power proc back Dude, then. Dude, yes. Yeah. Fallen, Evolution. Yeah, but, but and then, then, then that cover is cool too because it looks. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of like, I don't know, like it kind of, it kind of. I, I feel like it, it. To me, it feels like a testament cover. I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> it looks cheesy. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, what I think made them who they are. Okay. And made them and made them become just insanely huge was the Odyssey. Okay, yeah, dude. 2002 is the Odyssey. Actually, I think one album of the year. It could have. I think some of them won it. For but, some publication. But I think Brave Words named theirs for album of Good the choice. Year. Absolutely, man. Uh, it was that or Thick Root. This could have been Soil Work, which I finally showed you Soil Work. Remember that? And I'm on board. Okay, cool. Because we talked about it. Yeah. And I was like, you know, they, I hear them. They're thrown around. People like them. And the and only reason I know about them is because I know Devin Thompson. I worked with them. And you're yeah. like. Shut the Which fuck was up. the album that I showed you? Yeah, the first album, and it's good. Yeah. It's all, it's all wonderful. I'm, I'm, I'm on yeah. board. A little late to the, that's my story of my life. Late to the party, but I'm here. It's cool, man. I made it. Glad to have you. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> the Odyssey for sure, I think did it. I think that was. Uh, if I if we did a Desert Island game Symphony X, I'd probably go straight to this one. Okay, right on, man. 
Hell yeah, I probably go Damnation game because that's yeah, the one that's that popped my chair. Is that the one that has Medusa? I have Medusa or blah 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 Let's find out. <laughs> anyway, uh, nine nine. It does not. It might be uh, Divine Wings of Tragedy. Yeah, that's a fucking other good one. Man. Yeah, man. The accolade. Oh, such a fucking good one. Man. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, Symphony X is the... Pharaoh, The Witchy Now. Yeah. yeah, this is a good album. So, oddly enough, I didn't want to pick a lot of um, the obvious ones. Because I felt like we were going to, at one point, run into the same bands. Yeah. And so I went off a different I tangent. Mean, yeah, because you know a lot of my musical tastes, you helped craft it. Yeah. So you know like, where I'm probably going to go. And, 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 I, and, <laughs> I, and, I, and I like where you've been going. Because so, everything it's like I agree with. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm bored with everything you're talking about. Pretty great. Uh, and so that's why I wanted to go a little bit different. Yeah, definitely. I, that's, that's what I count on you for. Yeah. So um, my next choice would be uh, uh, Borknogger. Oh yeah, I've never heard of them. So, so now Bortnagar is is kind of like a a, a mind fuck in itself because they kind of come from different people from different bands and shit like that. Oh okay, so okay. Uh, have a col- it's, 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 collaborative. It's, it's kind of like cheating, I want to say, but it's not. <laughs> but it's cheating. That's what I said for Arion, Remember? Yeah. Like, I'm not picking Arion, They're kind of like yeah, a special case. It's a, it's, a, it's an easy way out, like you said. <laughs> yeah, there's so much in it. But this was pretty much the, the the brainchild or the or the baby of Oyston Bruin, uh, and he's been doing guitars forever. Um, he also did guitars for Arcturus, mm-hmm. uh, and they've had they pretty much have all kinds of fucking people. They've had Infernus, mm-hmm. which is the bass player for Gorgoroth. Oh wow. Uh, Ivar Bjornsson, who's, I believe, the guitarist for Enslaved, which we're going to get into. Mm-hmm. Let me double check, because I don't know the names, I know them by their face. Yeah. Let me see the name. Yeah, he's the guitarist, keyboardist for Enslaved. So these guys have had tons of members, but not only that, they've had ICS Vortex. You know ICS Vortex, right? Yeah. He was in Dimu, and he was... He's, he's, did his own shit Vortex for what it's called <laughs> but the reason I recommend Borknogger love that name three different yes three, three, three <laughs> different albums mm-hmm. three different albums the Archaic Course 98 the most beautiful album you're probably going to listen to in a long time Quint- yeah, wow. Quintessence dude oh nice the Quintessence album is fucking amazing dude 2000 2001, Empiricism. You can't fucking go wrong with those three albums. But that's the the start of when things start, you know, you want to go prog and and they take it a different course. To me, these guys are all steak and potatoes <laughs> versus Demio. If you want to listen to uh, dramatics and, and theatrical shit, yeah. you're going to go listen to fucking Demi Burger, right? Sure. But if you want shit that's straight to the point... Matter of fact, Ching Wan, and amazing. You're gonna listen to Bark Uh and these are all—they're all incestuous. Like I always say, they're all like—they all like bit in parts of those bands together because they're, yeah. they're from Norway. Like it's a good use of the word incestuous. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> like they're always like they're always sharing band members and whatnot. You know what I mean? So I don't even know if that's a real word. Is it incestuous? 
Yeah, it is. I think it is, right? Absolutely. But, uh, um, so yeah, like, it's just one of those bands that, like, to me, if you're tired, let's say, of Dimmu and didn't even know that fucking Borknogger existed by by chance. Yeah, it's like another side of that coin. It's, yeah, but straightforward, more a little bit more straightforward prog metal. Just straightforward. And, it's, man, if you, if you get to listen to with Vortex, I see his Vortex fucking amazing, dude. His vocals are just... Operatic and just awesome. Really? And of course, yeah. Wow. They have a lot of, uh, you know, growling and stuff like that. Okay, so they still have the growls. Yeah. But for sure, this is a band that I think, um, you know. Once and, how, you, and how do you spell that name? Uh, bork, like like dork. So like a bork, like a dog? Uh huh. And then. Oh, they came up, yeah. N A G R. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. But listen. To quintessence, Rats. quintessence. Oh my god! <clears throat> so, great band. Yeah, I have a lot of albums. Yeah, great. I would start backwards, but I would parts start there at, at that album. Yeah, I see. It's the one they listen it's to. The, yeah, quintessence. Okay. Listen to that. Cool. So, okay, uh, your turn. Yeah, man. Um, so I'm gonna kind of uh, kind of tread lightly on this one because we might do an episode on them. Um, sure. Sure. Uh, Anathema. Um, mostly because... Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so Anathema is a band that... It's more of... It's... Yes, of course, it's the music. It's also what they invoke in me. Um, they invoke a lot of good memories. And a lot of... Um, I just associate them with a good night. Yeah. You know, um... I agree, man. Yeah, dude. Um, they're, they're, like, we mentioned kind of loosely earlier. Excuse me. They're, like, our drunken sing-along band uh, yeah. we like to when we get you know pretty thrashed on the booze we like to fucking sing fuck the arms arms across you know arms around each other just fucking singing fucking uh, sometimes we're on a fire yeah fucking bonfire awesome. they're definitely a bonfire band for us yeah um, Anathema is a band that you know they started off you know kind of like melodic death black metal kind of sound a little doomy yeah kind of doomy gloom um, you know they, they you know after a couple of albums they evolved into you know more of just just power prog fucking sounding group you know beautiful um just beautiful work of uh keyboards and i see keyboards like piano and mm-hmm. fucking uh, amazing vocals yeah it's not overly done it's not at all and perfect. the fact that uh, the combination of male and female vocals oh, is just beautiful yeah um of course um the albums that i now if i had to list one album definitely is of course weather systems that's definitely going to be the mm-hmm. um album of choice and i'm sure a lot of anathema fans uh, we'll definitely agree. Uh, weather yeah. systems, yeah, weather systems definitely uh, great. Um, again, uh, me and David and some and Fabian and uh, other people in our group, in our friends friends circle, uh, we catch ourselves seeing Untouchable Part One and Two. <laughs> Just yeah. we love it. Um, the Gathering of the Clouds opens up with that beautiful acoustic riff. Um, it's just real, really, really wonderfully done. I remember, I remember we had one of our buddies there at, at Fabian's The Haunted House. Yeah. We had him there, uh, Alex. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and uh, from, yeah, The Haunted House. It was, it was, yeah. the, it was the Haunted House. Yeah, that's pretty much what we did at our gatherings. So Alex was there, and we're like, we're singing in the backyard. And <laughs> it was funny because he's like, what the fuck? This is like some sort of acapella group or some shit. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> That's probably, that's probably why you unfriended you, man. Yeah, no shit, Because right? <laughs> he was all about, like, uh... He's you know, all morbid angel. Yeah, old school death Old school death, yeah. But, I mean, I, I like him a lot because I know he loves Sentence. And Sentence is one of, like, oh, my God, one of my favorite bands, which I will do a full episode on eventually. But, um, you know, 
That was fucking funny. What show was it that someone was wearing a Sentence shirt? Was it fucking uh, Home Improvement? Tim, uh, Home Improvement. Yeah, yeah. Home Improvement. Like, son. Is that fucking kid wearing a Sentence shirt? He was wearing a straight up Sentence shirt. <laughs> in Home Improvement, <coughs> the me. youngest son, <coughs> when he's going through his goth metal phase. Metal phase, yeah. And I was like, later shut the fuck up. Yeah, dude. When I saw that, I was like, get the fuck out of here. Do you think he got to wear his own shirts? I mean, because who would on that show would think to give him that shirt? <laughs> I don't know. Right? I, I mean, it know. could have been a metal... I mean, metal. He could have been, could been a producer. I guess. It could have been a wardrobe. Hey, what's, you know... What's it's, just, it's such an obscure band to wear. It is incredibly That's obscure. why. Anyways. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so he was all like, like not driving with it at all, was he? Yeah, he was okay. But he thought it was strange, I guess. Because we're like singing Anathema and, you know, and whatnot. But I, I thought it was... Shit, I don't give a fuck, dude. If oh, we yeah. say, once that happens, it's, it's And again, ugh. guys, I'm not going to give you too much of a album by album breakdown right now because no. we do want to talk more about them later this yeah. month. Uh, but uh, this summer, should I say? But I do want to say real quick. Yeah. My favorite album, and I think my uh, the one that I think people should start on, yeah. is 99's uh, Judgment album. It's another fucking great album from, from Anathema. Okay, yeah, man. Good shit. Um, I'll go ahead and give you the give you the floor, man. What's what's your next cool. choice? So this next one, I th- <laughs> uh, is a little funny. Okay. So the next one is I don't think you can find on Apple Music, Spotify, but uh, you can find on YouTube, of course. And it would be Spiral Architect. Now Spiral Architect are basically a super group, I guess you can say. All right. Um, let me try to figure out who the fuck is in it. Arc it. So, they only did one album. Mm-hmm. 2000s. A Skeptic's Universe. Okay. And basically it is drums. Eisger Mickelson, which is, he's in um, Borknager. He was a drummer for Borknager. Mm-hmm. He was a drummer for Scariot. He's a drummer for, actually he was a drummer for Testament at one point. On the shit. Yeah. Nice. We have Steiner Gunderson, who's a guitarist for ICS Vortex. He was he did live guitars for Satyricon. Uh, we have the vocalist, which is what does everything. And he, initially, he is one of the better vocalists that I've ever heard do prog in the way they do theirs. Yeah. His name's uh, Oyvind Hegland, and he sings for a band called Manitou. Uh, he's done also Excaria. He's also done Arcturus live. Um, and so these guys, it's it's a little weird of a band, but you only hear this one album, A Skeptic's Universe. Okay. Nice. Uh, you say you can probably hear on YouTube, no problem. It's 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 on YouTube, no problem. I'm okay. actually gonna put it on our on the metal page. Okay. Because uh, the other bands that we're talking about, we can find them on anywhere on Spotify. Yeah, they're not. And, and I'm just gonna put the full length albums. This one, I'm gonna put the full length link from YouTube on the Facebook page there you go. of that metal podcast. This one, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to reiterate and just keep saying, don't fucking miss it. Listen to it. You're It's going to blow your balls out of the water, dude. <laughs> fucking listen to it. Oh, yeah. Because it's, it's it, and it might be too much for some people. Mm-hmm. I've showed you before. Yeah. I remember you told me this is intense. It's, like, it's, yeah. it's out there, man. 
<laughs> it's, it's intense. It's, 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 a, it's a lot of work. It's like it's like the oral equivalent of strobe lights, you know, like to me. <laughs> That's what I'd want to say. It's just a lot, Constant dude. It's just a yeah, guy. so much shit going on. <laughs> but but again, his vocals are great, clean. That's 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 what does the album. Hell yeah, he's so well at, at, at phrasing and and when to know and how to do things and and ending a verse and, and just he's just so fucking awesome. Fuck yeah, man. So I recommend Spiral Architect. Heavily recommend. Awesome. For, um, next up uh, for me. Um, Arguably, next to Devin Townsend, one of my favorite artists, um, Dream Theater. Yeah. Uh, Dream Theater, um, they're a love-hate band in the community. There's people that hate them because, you know, they feel like they are samey, I guess. And yes that's and false. No. That's false. Yes and no, I guess. I mean, there's there, there's things of Dream Theater that's in their sound that is always going to be there. Um, but Dream Theater is one of the first uh, uh, prog metal bands I got into, again, after the Great the great Awakening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, where I started hearing, um, I guess, what else music can offer me. Um, Dream Theater... <laughs> the, the Awakening. <laughs> Dream Theater is, I mean, very, you know, fairly well-known. I'm sure most people that are listening to this either already have their, ma- their mind made up on them, whether they, they like them or don't. Or their first choice already for the list. Probably, you know, maybe, their first choice. maybe. Um, I, I think they're a band that's just it's comprised of musicians that they're fucking really good at what they do. Yeah. Um, we have each each one is so badass that each one could do a band based on the instrument that they play. Focus on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have uh, we have uh, fucking John Petrucci on on guitar. He's he's one of the best in the world, like mm-hmm. hands down. He's um, buff motherfucker. He's too. also buff as shit, and he looks like he's he looks like he's my age, and he's like fifty two or something. Yeah, he, looks, he looks good. He just age. had a birthday. Yeah, he he's really he's good. in his fifties, but he yeah. looks. I mean, I'm sure he dyes his hair and shit, but he looks fucking like thirty two. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, he looks young as fuck, and yeah, yeah, he's built like a truck. Yeah, um, yeah so we have John Petrucci. <laughs> uh, we got, of course, James Labrie on vocals. Uh, we have, um, of course, the great Mike Portnoy for. Most of their career, mm-hmm. you know, who was re- recently replaced. Mangini. Well, not recently replaced. It's already been about ten years. That's kind of crazy how much time has passed. Yeah, he's done a lot of shit. He's already. I'm done very a lot of them. actually. I'm very happy he did the last tour with uh, Twisted Sister. Mm-hmm. He's a big fan of Twisted. Yeah, their drummer died. He came on board, and he finished up the tour. Yeah, he Mike, Mike Porter has been all over the place since great. he left. I, I'm, but I'm happy if there was going to be a drummer. That he was a fan at uh, when he was young. Yeah. That he actually got to play with his sister. That's cool, man. And, and help him end, yeah, their career. I think that's pretty cool. That is fucking rad as hell, man. Yeah. Um, and then we have John Young, kind of the silent member. He's the bass player, but he's amazing. He can't... That guy's fucking nuts, He consists, consistently busts out fucking 12-string basses and shit. It's like, what yeah. the fuck? He's fucking nuts. But, um, yeah, man, um, Dream Theater, they um, started off Jordan with the... Rudis. Huh? Jordan Rudis. Jordan Rudis. How can I forget Jordan? Oh my goodness! Thank you. They're cooking. Uh, they're Sorry. fucking keyboardist. Yeah. I mean, like I mentioned before, I, when I saw him live, he's all busting out a guitar. Yeah. And oh my it's fucking, god! Fucking badass, dude. Uh, so um, <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, they started off, you know, I, back in the uh, early, uh, sorry, the late '80s with uh, Dreamin' Day Unite. Yeah. And um, that was their first album, the first major release. Um, that one, it was, it's all right. It's it sounds very much like uh, like a like a, like a Rush Iron Maiden. Like you're like you're 
your favorite thing if these two bands banged? Yeah. Yeah. They it's exactly that. Um, so the first the first Dream Theater album sounds like a cross between Rush and Iron Maiden. Who was the singer then? I don't know his fucking name. I'm going to be honest with you. But um, he was only there for that one album. Uh, shortly after that, they, you know, they, uh, back in 92, I want to say, they did the uh, fucking uh, Images and Words, which is, of course, their, probably their, arguably, their best album. Um you could say that it's not. It's not my favorite. The one will pull me under. Yes, that is the one will pull me under. So before, <coughs> with Day and Dreamy Night, eighty what? Or, I mean like eighty nine or. 89. So that's when John or James mm-hmm. was with Winter Rose, mm-hmm. right? Yes, it's a badass band too. Yeah, way. he's a great fuck, fuck dude. If you guys don't know, listen to Winter Rose too, man. Winter Rose also his uh, his other project, Momuzer and all that. He has a lot of si- uh, solo projects that he he's pretty good, man. Yeah. Um, he even has stuff under his own name. Solo which, shit. Yeah. yeah. He's got some good stuff, definitely. You can just look him up under James Abreed. He's got a lot of good solo shit. Anything that they've done, it's got a good let's say did. OSI uh, mm-hmm. is another band, right? But mm-hmm. another band that, anything that, for, for me, that is on Inside Out Records, yeah. you're going to be happy with. And actually, I think their latest album is on Inside Out, actually, yeah. so... Um, they're on, I think they actually did a brief stint on Century Media, Roadrunner, and then now they're on Inside Roadrunner, Out. Roadrunner, yeah. Which Inside Out, I think it's perfect for them. It's, it's a that's, prog label. That's exactly, yeah. yeah. That's, and they have perfect. All, dude, when you, buy the, uh, when you buy an album yeah. from them, right, from anything on Inside Out, they give you a little uh, brochure mm-hmm. <laughs> of recent releases and shit. You're like, oh, fuck, this is all these cool bands. Like, <laughs> you're like I want to check this shit out. Too. Right. It's, it's awesome, dude. Oh, it's hell yeah, man. Yeah, awesome. yeah. And again, um, they they've had they have a lot of albums, dude. Um, so, the one that I'll go on record saying is my favorite is, and I think I said it in the previous episode, is uh, Metropolis Part Two: yes. Scenes from Memory. I think that's their that's their apex. Yeah. Um, that's not to say they're I didn't like what they did afterwards because they, they did other great albums. Yeah, you've been you've uh, been ju- you've been loving yeah, everything man. they've done. Oh, of course. Well, I'm almost. All about. Uh, train of Thought um, is uh, fucking uh, Octavarium. Um, the most recently, uh, before this most this most recent album is fucking amazing. Yep. Uh, fucking uh, distance over time is yeah. such a great album. Yeah. Um, it's 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 not overly long. It's it's uh, uh, I want to say it's nine or ten songs. It's, it's like eight, no, uh, no, no, it's more than that. It's uh, nine, ten songs, ten songs. But they're not um, overly long. They're not. None of them are. Not, not a single song. Uh, song on that album is over ten minutes. Um, that's, which is kind of weird for them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's a really well-paced album because the album before that, The Astonishing, which some... Uh, I'm part of a few groups on Facebook and stuff for Dream Theater and there's a lot of... The general consensus is the, a lot of fans don't like The Astonishing. The, the group, the, the fan base is kind of divided on that album. <laughs> I think it's great. I think yeah. it's a really good uh, concept album. Um, it is a double album. It is very long. Yeah, that's it's, why it was probably... It's, it's kind of hard to listen to it. Yeah. I mean, if you break it down, it's uh, one... Uh, album one is 20 songs. Album two is 14 songs. Damn. It's it's long as shit. It's about two hours long. Um, very ambitious. Very much so. Maybe to their detriment, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another album that, that stands out to me is uh, Six Degrees of Inner Turbulence. Good um, one. Good one. Another double album. Yeah. Great album. Um... <clears throat> Awake. Is that the one that has a glass prison? Yes. The, uh, yes, that's the uh, actually the opening track. So yeah, yes. Uh, awake. Awake. Is... I, I go back to that because that's the first one I heard. Yeah, and I always just love that one. Okay, yeah, dude. Six o'clock on a Christmas morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, I can, I mean, again, I don't want to go into too much detail because I know we'll I, I know you want to talk about it more. But uh, Dream Theater is one of my favorite, if not my favorite, bands ever. Um, and I, I got to see him recently in Austin, so got to check that off the bucket list. 
Um, those of you, if you guys have have not heard of Dream Theater, check them out, man. They're uh, they're complex and random as fuck, but they're mm-hmm. fucking epic as hell, man. Yeah. So I, I think in also in terms of the way Prague is and mm-hmm. the way it behaves, I guess, and the way the the soundscapes of of the music, the, this music itself, um, just be. Be prepared. He's gonna be in for a ride, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, don't think because th- it's not easy listening for a lot of people, dude. Dream Theater, no. Uh, it's not, not easy not listening. Uh, I I would recommend probably uh, Awake First. Yeah, that's a good. Even the most recent album. Yeah, the most actually, recent album is actually right. a very very easily. Yeah. Digest- it's easy. It's, it's an easy listen. It's a very easy listen. Yeah, the first the, the latest one is under an hour really long. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, and after that, start. Get Pick, out there. At and see what yeah, you like. Yeah, there's them. I mean, they're all the albums are easy to find. They're every they're they're yeah. they're a mainstream band in some regards. So they're in terms of being able to find their music. Yeah, they're easy. Oh to fuck find. yeah, easily. Mm-hmm. I recommend the. Uh, I recommend them too. Actually, they're fucking awesome. Yeah. So you'll never get bored. Hell no. And they have Just, a fuck ton of albums. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. have at it. Yeah. So my last uh, choice mm-hmm. would be. Um, so this is this might be a little controversial. Oh. It might be a little bit, uh... Not that you're one for controversy, but... Right, I know, right? Go <laughs> yeah, figure. Weird. Uh, so... <laughs> I think this is the band that would overtake Opeth. Oh. So, Enslaved. Oh, okay. Classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so excuse me. <clears throat> so, Enslaved, I do think, is the band that is ultimately going to take Opeth's place. And they have been doing it. Uh, arguably, it's Devon Catatonio, but it's really just been enslaved doing what the fuck they do. Yeah. Um, when you look at when they did, fuck, what was it? It was. Let me see the album. Hold on. Yeah. <clears throat> so when they did Below the Lights, that's when everything just kind of started. And actually, I gotta go pee real quick. So hold on. So, yeah, so Enslaved has this very storied career. They've done this super Viking, like Norwegian Viking uh, type of music. Um, very different than Amon Marth, I think, because these guys are doing it in a black metal sense. I would sense. say they're black metal, yeah. You know? So, and they've been around since what, like early nineties? Um, I believe ninety one, ninety two, ninety one, ninety one. So been when they started writing their demos, the <laughs> first album though, their first album came out ninety four. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say that really the brainchild of them is Ivar Bjornsson and Gretel Kilsen. Yeah. They were young, man. They were babies when they were doing this whole fucking project. There were... One was 13 and one was 17 when they first fucking started doing this shit. You know? So... They actually were inspired from Immortal uh, to write to... to For the name of the band. Okay. So, the song uh, Enslaved and Rot. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. It's back to old school shit. But they always had this Viking sense and, and this whole Viking metal 
thing. I mean, if you look at Eld, Bloodham, Bloodham, but then once things start to change, once 2003 is below the lights, once that shit happened, and even some argue with Money Mike. Did they have like lineup changes or anything that led to the change? Yeah. So, well, let me see. In Money Mansion, that's when everything fucking Mm -hmm. also started to change. That's when they started to get recognized. Oh, wow. But there, there's, I mean, we're talking about a complete departure of sound too. Yeah, of course. Once you get to Below the Lights, that was it. <clears throat> that was it, man. Uh, songs like Havenless, which I believe that's one of the songs that we hear the most <laughs> in, um, what was it? The metal, the metal documentary. Uh, oh, um, Lords of Chaos. No, 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 Lords of Chaos. The 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 one you showed me. Or is it the one that you hate? I don't hate the documentary. I love the documentary. Yeah. Uh, Headbangers Journey. Headbangers, yeah, that's the one you showed me. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't hate it. Yeah, I fucking love it. No, it's, no, talk about that one. I'm talking about the. Other one. It's great. It's this the. Yeah, yeah. It came out a lot in that one. It's a fucking badass song too. But that was the beginning of when things started to change. Everything just kind of started changing for them. They did go through lineup changes, guitarists and whatnot, and everything. But they just started to get all of a sudden, like they just started picking up pace, right? Yeah. So when you get to the Rune album or Isa, mm-hmm. Isa, mm-hmm. two thousand four. Lunar Force, Ascension, Bonded by Allegiance, Return to Ixgrill, Neo Genesis, fucking that's game over, dude. That, it's yeah. like when, at this point, they're already starting to morph and get themselves into what a black metal opeth would be. And, and get into that sort of sound. <clears throat> the sweet symbiotic of progressive yeah. black metal. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Right in, that, right in that little fucking... And still maintaining their own sound. And maintaining. I never would have thought when we were thinking talking prog metal. I never would have yeah. thought of enslaved man. That's that's. Yeah. You're thinking outside the box with this. Yeah, shit. yeah. And I'll show you some stuff. You're fucking. Love I've it, heard dude. enslaved. Yeah. yeah. Um. I'm at, um. But I always considered them black metal. I never yeah. really thought of them as. Yeah. Fucking uh, like in that prog sense. But yeah. 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 Totally. I could definitely yeah, see what you're saying. They started to kind of do away with. You know. Some of the black tra- black metal trappings. Yeah. Right. That's, that's, but still be part of that world. no that's a good that's a good final choice man that's uh shit yeah again you really brought it to the table dude you brought yeah. it you brought, <laughs> in true Wolfman Dave fashion you <laughs> thought outside the box and brought some shit that I never even would have thought of when you go hey I want you to pick some prog metal bands and I'm like yeah cool dude yeah you brought it hard dude <laughs> you did no but you, see that's what I'm saying like you pick bands and I'm like thinking, fuck, I don't want to go. Yeah, we don't want to talk about the same band. Yeah, I don't want to do that same. That's dumb. Because we will, we'll, yeah. No, no, it's good. It's good. I mean, you know me so well. Yeah. And I guess you wanted to give me that so I can have something I can speak to. So, absolutely. No, nah, man, fuck yeah, I'm enslaved. So, final. Final, um, it's, it kind of sucks because, I mean, we're going to talk about him again anyways. Okay. But yeah, uh, Devin Townsend, man, just, uh, he's one of my all-time favorites. Again, he, um, as I mentioned earlier in this episode, he, he changed the game for me. He, yeah. Opened the doors. He opened my eyes. He was the revelation um, of what music could be and how. I mean, my, my my scope was so so narrow when I discovered Strapping Young Lad that 
It sounds weird, huh? But you know, um, but you know, but also I think yeah. it also forces a person to listen to what doesn't make them comfortable or mm-hmm. whatever they're not comfortable with, and look at music. You go with that, your gut, man. Yeah. If you hear something and you get goosebumps, but in a good way, yeah, go with it, dude. But Check when it you're out. not, but when you're not even sure what the fuck you're listening to, much yeah. less. Didn't even know it could come from a fucking person. That's when it's even fucking better, dude. Exactly, dude. And, you know, Devin Townsend, I mean, he's kind of got a love-hate. Some people like him. Some mm-hmm. people just don't get it. And, I, and I, I can get why you wouldn't. I've seen a lot of people on, mostly on these uh, Metal Suck pages. Because oh. there's a lot of fucking trolls on there. Yeah. And they're like, I've seen stuff where, like, Devin, Devin who? Like, Devin sucks or Devin whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, how could you say that? Like, honestly... Without actually, if listening. you have any kind of respect for music, you don't have to like him. Yes, but you can appreciate that this guy is fucking talented. Correct. He's a genius. He's a fucking amazing songwriter. Producer, he's humble as fuck as a person. Mm-hmm. He's funny. He's a dork. He's a big. He's dork. one of us. He's a dork. He's a huge dork. Yeah. And he, um, he's he's got such a masterful control of his voice. See, but look, the other thing that a lot of people don't consider or think about or whatever. <clears throat> Is <clears throat> he's mentally fucking strong, dude? Yeah. All the shit that he's gone through. Yes. His uh, bipolar is. Yeah. Everything that he's ever faced, he's gone and he's and he's faced it with he's, music. He's, dude. Yeah, he has. I mean, yes, uh, he says that his music is kind of a, a representation of where exactly. he is at that yeah. time. Um, Strapping a lad, he was in a bad place. He was abusing drugs. He was on. He was on. He was on hard drugs. He was fucked up and. Strapping a lad was the end result, which through his pain and suffering, he yeah. brought us fucking city and as heavy as a really heavy thing. And you know he and he, arguably the self title and um, the new black Alien. and Alien, he kind of did them out of obligation to Century Media because he was already kind of on his way out. I with only think that the new black was out of obligation. Mm-hmm. Alien was all right. Alien is not my favorite Strapping or not my favorite album by any stretch, but. I actually like the new black Which one. Which is the one with love? Alien? The Alien. I, alien... It's a good marriage. It is, but like, I actually like the new black more than Alien. If I... If I'm, I love the new black. Yeah. If I have to be more bold. But... Yeah. I, but he... He wasn't... I mean, but he, he often went on record saying that um, he wrote Terria because he was sitting at his house, he was looking outside and... Started thinking about nature, and he's you know thinking about where he was in life. He was in his late twenties at the time. Yeah, he started writing about how he's getting older and how he's kind of just observing the world around him and how he's clean now. And he's been clean. I think he does pot still. I think that's about it. That's or not no. even. That's not even a drug. Yeah, barely counts. Yeah. Um, you could fucking buy harder drugs at the fucking Walgreens if you really want to be real about that. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, Red Bull, <laughs> probably yeah. Uh, but yeah, like you know, he he's just um, he's experimental. He's avant garde just enough, but he's still accessible. He's this perfect balance. That's that's I think that's uh, important mm-hmm. that you say that that mm-hmm. it's still accessible in every way. Mm-hmm. Like nothing is too much. Not really. No, you know? I mean, there's some albums that I I don't gravitate to. Right. I don't think they're bad. I just they're just. Not what I look for. Ambient, no, yeah, sure. Too. Like you have like the Hummer and you right. have like Ghost. Nothing. Right. Not the band, but the album. He has right. an album. He has an album called Ghost. Ghost and Key. Right. And Key off right. of the project. Um, yeah. But on that same project, he also has Addicted and he has fucking <sighs> Deconstruction, stuff, yeah. Epic Loud, yeah. and Z Two. Yeah. 
Excuse Punky me. Brewster. Punky Brewster. Oh, that's right. He did a punk album. Uh, completely satirical joke album. But it worked. But it was a punk album. And you know what? It was good. Yeah. yeah. He's got a good voice. I popped the street. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fucking South, uh, fucking cryptic corner from South <laughs> Central, Central Poland. Poland. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it, yeah, guys, Punky Bruce is kind of hard to find. You have to YouTube that yeah. one. But yeah, cooked, check, on, cooked on phonics. Cooked on phonics. Yeah, check out Punky Brewster. It's a good little. It's got it's it's, it's a concept album of sorts. It's got yeah. a story. It's really it's funny. Kind of like the uh, element of the Chipmunks. Yeah, basically the cover of... basically has little yeah. punk rock Chipmunks on the cover. Yeah, but yeah, it's a uh, it's a silly album. He did that like in the nineties. Um, it's a, fun. It's a, a fun. It's just, just a joke. But yeah, um, he's and he really... does punk better than most punk bands. Do, he does really good way. punk. I gotta say, I had to, yeah, I had to add that. Give him that. He does do really good punk. Um, yeah, um, as far as his style, I mean, he does a lot of. I almost want to say he's like the Danny Elfman of metal. Like, he mm-hmm. has a very whimsical sound yeah. to his shit. Yeah. Uh, where, like... And, again, I didn't coin that phrase. My wife coined that phrase. Uh, actually, she, I had a friend who told say me the too? same nice. fucking... Yeah, my, same, my wife's like... Same composer, dude. Yeah, my wife's like, you know, there's parts of this shit that it reminds me of, like, something Danny Elfman would do. Yes. Like, something you would hear, like, on, like, an Edward Scissor, Scissorhands soundtrack. Right. But it's heavy. Yeah, yeah, I heard, <laughs> and I, I, I get that because he's got thing. a lot of that dun, dun, like very up, yeah. uppity. Yeah, um, he's got the, a lot of the like, the the choirs. Yeah, and he has those live and when he does performances, he has yes. choirs yeah. um, that perform the backing yeah. vocals. Um, right, and then the most recently with Devin Townsend Project, he's uh, he recruited Annika mm-hmm. from who he met through Arion, right? I believe, I believe so. right. Yeah. He he worked with her on the, yeah. the was it the Human Equation? Or? Uh, the Human Equation. Yeah. So he met her on pro- most likely on that project, and I guess he liked working with her. And he, she's been on a bunch of albums ever Shit since. Load. Yeah, and live. Too. And you know what? They work so well, well off each other. Mm-hmm. It's just a beautiful synergy between them. Uh, but yeah, guys, Devin Townsend. I mean, love him or hate him, you gotta respect him. He's an amazing artist, talented as hell, amazing producer. Um, again, masterful control of his voice. Um, Super. They, Goes from operatics it's, it's to re- fucking screams, it's and that's why I like the new black because you there's several you, points you in that it, album man. where you hear him go from fucking like I mean eardrum piercing screams yeah. to operatic yeah. like oh like yeah. holy shit, but he does it like a fucking switch yeah. off and on one yeah and seamless he, like from one move. verse to another verse. And he does it like without dropping a hat, and right. he does that shit live, and it's just amazing. Yeah. Um, I even think you said that you've heard, you've watched some videos on YouTube where vocal <laughs> analysts and people like vocal yeah. coaches, um, classical, classically trained vocal uh, coaches and shit, are listening to him and giving their critique, yeah. and they're like, "This guy is a master yeah. of what he does." Yeah, uh, that's exactly what you said earlier. Yeah, that he has master control of his voice. He controls his voice. That's it's, impo- it's not not necessarily impossible. But it's so fucking hard to do, mm-hmm. you know, to 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 go. And then if, you, if you guys have checked out like his live shit, like uh, oh, yeah. for those for those of Boot to Rock and Strapping. uh the other uh, No Sleep Till Bedtime right. from Strapping Life, and most recently the Retinal Circus. If you check out those live recordings, he's on point. Yeah, and he's and, funny. He's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Like I always think of that part where um, so on the Retinal Circus, I always laugh 
um, when he does that song Animals, where he Steve Vai is doing yeah. that opening, and he goes, "Guys, that's your that's that's your cue," and he goes, "Oh shit!" and he just starts playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fucking funny, dude. Like it's just the funniest. I remember when you first showed me the yeah. Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah. And he did that. I just started laughing. There man. was one that was funny. Is uh, uh, for those of boot to rock. Mm-hmm. Was it where some guy uh, wanted oh, to sing the fucking Far Beyond Metal? Far Beyond Metal, and he and couldn't he do it. Fucking does it terrible. Oh, and he goes, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh. he's just a fucking dumbass. Oh, he's dude, some dumbass in a he shadow. just wanted, he just I, wanted I, his fifteen. All minutes, I remember dude. is some dumbass in a Shadows Fall shirt. That's yeah. all I remember. Yeah, and so like, you I don't, don't trust I, the guy with Shadows Fall. Fuck yeah, no. right, fuck no, dude. And then fucking Devin says something along the lines of. You're gonna have to live with that shit the rest of your fucking life. Yeah, because that was bad. That <laughs> like, was he bad? That, yeah, um, my fucking. And, and I don't know why Devin didn't try to help. I think he thought it was funny. Or stop. I think he thought it was funny because they could have just stopped and done it again, but he didn't. That shit was fucking hilarious, dude. That kid butchered that song, and um, Devin Townsend the whole time with a giant foam cowboy hat. Fuck yeah. Dude. <laughs> Fun. I have that DVD, man. I have it yeah, somewhere in too. storage. I need to, but it's in my storage. I have to go find. I have it. all kinds of shit. Oh fucking a! But yeah, man, Devin Townsend, guys. Um, again, I, I can't. I know it's. I know. I feel like we've talked about it a lot. Uh, just wait for the next episode uh, when we kind of drill down a little more, and we'll go yeah. a little more. In depth so next with him. week we're gonna go more in, in detail with him. Yeah. And so again, I wanted to reiterate. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. This episode isn't specifically made to say that. Our this choices is, this are is, this is it. Are the top choices? No. These are some choices. Sure. These are some things that we like, that mm-hmm. we listen to, that we feel other people should listen to. There are bands that bring us joy. There are bands that bring us, you know, genuine happiness. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, we still did not include other bands that are worth mentioning. Yeah. And so <clears throat> we have some honorable mentions. Yeah. Um, I have a couple. I literally have a couple. Um, go for it. Go for it. Real quick. Uh, so another group that I, I really like uh, was Hawken. Um, Hawken. Yeah. Amazing. Hocken, really good prog band guys. Uh, they're fucking a little avant-garde, a little crazy, a little weird, uh, but they're really good. Beautiful vocals. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They amazing instrumentation. Again, easy to find. You can find all their albums on Apple Music or Spotify. Um, the other uh, honorable mention is the great Steve Wilson. Steve Wilson. Steve Wilson, awesome. Uh, from Porcupine Tree. And, of course, he went on to do uh, Blackfield. Blackfield and, of course, his stuff under his own name. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephen Wilson, uh, very melodramatic, um, very he, somber. He hates Facebook. He hates fa- He's tired of Facebook. He's tired of Facebook. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a meme on, uh, on Facebook going on there. It has the pictures of his hair. Yeah. And it's all guys with this haircut have 125% chance of being tired of Facebook. <laughs> I think I tagged you with that uh, shit. Yeah, I think so. That should be left. Uh, yeah, it's for, for those guys the song The, the Pariah yeah. uh, from Stephen Wilson. Yes. Great song, by the it's way. It's good fucking Beautiful album. Beautiful song. Great album. Um, uh, the fucking Hand Cannot Erase yes. is probably my favorite album, yeah, aside yeah, yeah. from The Raven Who Refuses to Sing. Yes. But anyways, um, Stephen Wilson, amazing. Um, check out his uh, band that he's more known for, which is Porcupine Tree, which is more of the same. And Blackfields, of course, so if you want a more... Um, if you want something super depressing... Yeah, Blackfields. Blackfields is <laughs> fucking awesome. You know, if you want to... Just don't listen to it if you're sad. Yeah. Um, we'll probably, I might put you over the edge and I want to be responsible I, for that. I would I would start <laughs> with Blackfields. <laughs> it's dark. good shit. No, I love Blackfields. Um, what but, about you? 
uh, in terms of Hakim, yeah, um, uh, they're all over the place. I'd recommend mm-hmm. them 100%. Mm-hmm. The only reason I don't have them on my list is because I got into them within the past two years. Yeah, I still think they're still new to me, and they're still like growing kind on me. Kind of the same, kind of the same. Because they're they, still they're still growing on me. They're a little weird sometimes. Yeah, they're a little weird. Yeah, but they're badass nonetheless. Absolutely. Uh, so there they are a good honorable mention. And hey, by the way, check this man out. Uh, so mine. Obviously, we talked about earlier, uh, Ariane. Yeah. We felt like that was too easy. Yes. So, we're going to say with anything that Arjun Lucasen has done. Yes. Uh, check out anything that he's done. Uh, so, we don't want it, we didn't initially Ariane's the most notable. He's yeah. Got, he's got a bunch of albums yeah. done through Ariane. Yeah. Uh, with, it's got some of the biggest names. Yeah. Um, in Prague. We felt that it was just too easy yeah. to it, go it, with him. It covers so much, that's why. Yeah. yeah. So, if anything... Because we've been talking about him, you already might already know. But if you didn't know, Shakar Arian, which is the the head honcho, what's his name is um, Arjun Lucasen. Yeah, big That's giant. His, skinny he's fuck. the he's the brainchild of, of six all this. six eight of skinniness, <laughs> skinny dorkiness, twenty pounds of dork of dorkness. But yeah, he's awesome. He's man. no, I know, I joke, no, yeah, and he's, he's amazing. And he, he's he's cool. he actually. And we always uh, say that because in the live recording, he's very he's very so like, humble. Yeah, he's, he's just like, oh, thank you guys for coming down. He's such a sweetheart, man. Yeah, you can tell. You can tell. You can hang out with him. Yeah, yeah. He, he comes, um, but yeah, he's uh, his uh, he's just he. I mean, this stuff comes from his head. So I yeah, mean, he's he's a talented motherfucker. Oh hell yeah, for and sure. And the fact that all these artists. When he comes to call him, they're like, "Fuck yeah, put me on your album." Yeah, and and, Let's and, do this. and, and then the, he has he has the the mindset. And what are some of the bands he gets on there? He's got fuck, well, fucking Don Swano. So he's got Don. He's got Don Swano, Russell Allen, Russell Allen. Uh, Attica Van Van Giersbergen, uh, Flora Jensen, uh, the dude from <sighs> I forgot his name. He's got Michael from Opeth, of course. Uh, he's got Devin. Devin. Uh, he's Jonas. Got, Jonas from Catatonia. Um, fucking... The dude from Camelot. Uh, oh, fuck, I don't know his name, but the yeah. The singer. He's he's new, actually. Yeah. In Cam- uh, it, it, he's new well, in... And then also, kind of going back to Dream Theater, he's got James Oh, James Bree For, I think, the last two albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's, he's, he gets... I mean, just to give you guys uh, what kind of pool Arjun has, it's a pretty good pool. He's got... When he, when he comes to knocking, a lot of these guys clearly love working with him because they always come back. You know, or, or they they do work with him once, they come back for more. But yeah, he's yeah, and, and you know, I mean, like Floor Jensen also. Yeah, uh, he's got all kinds of singers. And just, he just gets everybody. Pretty much in the prog and power off. world, more yeah, or less. prog power metal and and, and that's what I say. I mean, because like there's uh, moments where like, uh, like in, in the Star One albums where like you know he'll have like fucking Don Swan will do a random death metal growl, yeah. or you'll yeah. have Devin Townsend come in with his fucking roars and like yeah. he lets them have a lot of creative freedom. And yeah, for the shit. most part, he does. Yeah, especially well because he three. wants them for what they're known for, what yeah. they can do, and what they can yeah. bring to the group. He's and then initially, and that's why I think he'd be a great producer. I don't know if he's if he's much of one, but he'd be great I one he because would, yeah. he knows what 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 each person brings to the table and what he can do. And how can you invoke it? Yeah, yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. Uh, another group mm-hmm. would be. Uh, Green Carnation. Oh, we spoke briefly of them. They're the other uh, side of the uh, drunken yes. sing along. Oh, God. the acoustic verses. <laughs> the acoustic verses, guys. Yeah, Fuck if you hear hell, if you hear one album, listen to the acoustic Green Carnation. Verses. Listen to the acoustic ah, verses. Green, green, 
carnation. Is green, like the color green. Carnation, like, the like a flower. Correct. Yeah, because let me tell you a quick fun anecdote. Uh, <laughs> when I first heard them uh, with, with Dave, he was like, yeah, I'm like, fuck, we're all drunk and fucking, like, it was like at five in the morning. I'm yeah. like, all the sun's coming up. Fuck, so who's this again, man? Oh, it's Green Carnation, bro. And I'm all looking it up on my phone and it's not coming up. My dumb ass is, I heard reincarnation, like being born again. <laughs> and I'm like typing in reincarnation. Oh, man, I get songs called that, but nothing by that band. Wait, what are you writing? Wait. <laughs> oh, that reincarnation, green carnation. Like the color green. And the flower. I'm like, oh, shit, green carnation. Got it. It's a funny little story. I always laugh um, when I think about that. Yeah. But um, they're a great, they're fucking beautiful guys. Um, I always remember that time where we went, we did like that, that guy's weekend. We went out to Cloudcroft to get yes. drunk and oh, grill. Mike. Such a, with your, yeah, with your boy, fun. Mike. Uh, we uh, we got fucking drunk one night and we were just singing along to that whole fucking show. Had a nice fire. Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah, we had the fireplace going. It was fucking rad, man. We were just yeah. fucking jamming out to that shit, yeah. fucking drinking. He um, almost chopped off his finger. Yeah, he did. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun weekend, man. That was a really fun. Really fun. Really fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, definitely Green Carnation's dope, dude. Yeah. Good, good choice. So, our other choices, uh, one of them is going to be very obvious. Obvious is Opeth, but... I think Opeth is still up in purgatory <laughs> because uh, they're just all up in the they air. They lost you for a couple albums, and now you're kind of like, oh, I don't you know. got me on the ropes. Let's see what yeah, we got. I'm yeah, not too sure let's see what goes. <laughs> uh, uh, for sure, Amorphous. I think, uh, I think Amorphous, and I agree with you when you're saying the, la- the latest yeah. album. Is Mostly the latest album. I mean, because the latest album, um, what's it called again? Shit. The Queen of Time. The Queen of Time. Um, that album is. I mean, it's it's prog album, dude. Yeah, so it's a prog album, dude. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's different from what they've done in the past, but yeah. it's got it's it's got all the trappings of, 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 of just good prog. It's a beautiful album. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just good stuff, good cleans, good death metal growls. Um, it's got Annika, which is fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. Uh, she does know, a couple songs. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking weird, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's like she's, this girl's again. It gets around. You know what I'm saying? I like, love the the, <laughs> the names like Heart of a Giant. Like the names, the tracks names. Oh, are the track names are weird, badass, dude. dude. The B. Yeah. Uh, fucking the Golden Elk. There you go. That's another. That's not, that's actually my favorite song. Yeah. I love yeah, the Golden a fuck, Elk. Dude, they're like epic, ambitious riffs. Yes. And, and just the songs themselves. Yeah. Oh my goodness, we gotta hear that. They're fucking great. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. But yeah, guys, Amorphous. Um, the, so it's it's Amorphous is a definitely honorable mention. One that might get it's um, might not get a lot of love as they should. I would say, and this is very low key. Okay. Uh, Sabotage, which they went on to do. Uh, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Some of the members went on to do... How is it more the like Trans-Siberian. power than prog? They were power when they started, then they started getting a little more proggy. Okay. And more... Um, when they're, like, during the 90s. No, I never really Late 80s, about that. Late yeah. 80s, early 90s. I can see why you would preface it with that, yeah, yeah. With that comment. Yeah, yeah, okay. So they're not necessarily 100% progressive, but they're in that field. Yes. So I, I, I would recommend... Sabotage if you have not heard them, especially if you've heard Transparent Orchestra you and like didn't even know about any other band, but that they were connected to. Well, they were connected to Sabotage, so that's a really good thing. Right on, man. So we have come to our end okay. of our top five prog albums that we enjoy. That we enjoy thoroughly. 
Um, for our bands, not for albums. Right. Bands. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, next week we'll do Devin. For, yeah, that's on the agenda. We definitely want to have a... We feel Devin deserves an episode, absolutely, yeah. uh, while we're doing this prog. No, I, I, I 100% event. agree. Yeah. This prog events, you know, um, so... The we'll, summer of Prague. The summer of Prague, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we'll uh, we'll definitely revisit Devin in greater detail. We'll okay. go we'll go over his catalog. Yeah. Um, talk about you know any anecdotal stories. I talked about a few already, but I have yeah. a few more. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we can definitely go into that. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely looking, definitely excited and looking forward to that. So again, you guys could always message us and let us know whatever else you want to talk about, anything else. Uh, Whatever tickles your pickle. It's all good. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, with that being said, metal for passion, not for fashion. And uh, we're probably going to go, like, raid Area 51 or something. Let's do it! Yeah!